0: Mark! We got Jews in the house? Ding dong. Hello?
1: Yes, y'all, that's right, infidels. Get your paperwork ready. Because you're about to be served a notice from the Friday locker room. And we want to see everything that you've been hiding all your NDAs, all your tax returns, all your prescriptions. That's right, because it's the FBI, the IRS, BKM, HMG, and the Wednesday locker room ready to kick in the door, wave the 4 4, and we're going to take you down in the mat here on the Friday Locker Room. Y'all Oh, man. A strange week. A strange week in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, Just when you think uh, the biz is ready to go, then uh, something out of nowhere, the Planet X chaos uh, theory comes in, and Everything's upside down again. So we got plenty of news to cover, and there's nobody I'd rather be kicking it with in the Friday locker room this morning than my man, my two CW brother, veteran of the ring, Striz Strangler Steve King. How you doing this morning, pal? I'm doing good, man.
2: It's it's another early one, but we're here to hang and bang it and get it done. Yeah. So it's been, yeah, like you said, a crazy week. And like, I gotta tell you, I know we're gonna get into the story with uh with Vince and the government, but did they did Vince really think like for the thirty years of him Dry humping the government, they beat the federal government in court at yeah. their own game. Yeah. Do you didn't think that they'd eventually come back to haunt you? You know, like you thought you're that, you know, Teflon. And yeah. every time they show Vince now, like on a, on, a, on a news report, they got to show him with like his arm around Donald Trump. You know,
1: <laughs> yeah, so, everything's <laughs> always. <laughs> but that's so, what they're trying to do, right? Like, yeah. there's a, there's a big, there's a, <laughs> there's one real, uh, you know war going on in the cold war of where they're gonna I, I see the headlines even on drudge yesterday like this is the biggest trial of the universe Ugh. and trump could go down and do 561 the thing years and, yeah dude like all these things and then they're trying to tie cronyism and you know carnyism i guess to it which they absolutely are there's no doubt about it when you uh <laughs> are a fight promoter in new york city in the 80s you're yeah. definitely as carny and as mafia uh rubbed up against as they possibly come when you're building any buildings in new york so uh they're definitely trying to just in the visual of it besmirch them that way but and then other people are like, well, the pushback of that's going to get him elected. But not if he's in jail first. You're like, where are we that we're either you're going to jail for 561 years or you can run the country.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> One of those two. Man. Flip the coin and see where she lands, man. So It's just
2: this the so bizarre. banana republic yeah. at this point. It's just, yeah. you know, I'm trying to imprison our opponents and trying to get them on anything they can. I mean, look at the last, like. Like all these indictments that have come in that nothing has stuck. And now it's like you're gonna tell the guy who will never take an L that you knew that you lost when he he wouldn't admit that he lost a game of golf. Never mind, like like lost the (laughs) biggest election in the history of the, you know, free country. You know what I mean? Like it's just
1: I will say I did see his golf shot. He hit one from about one forty out and put it about eight feet from the pin. So I might (laughs) (laughs) They moved the cup around
2: for him. They moved the cup around. Like ten,
1: there's ten pins you could have hit him. Yeah, well, I, I need that fucking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, just that level of capital cronyism on a you know a field we don't even play on. However, to be <laughs> in the camp of uh, you know UFC fighters who, who do rub up against them, and shout out to Johnny Publix, John Hartnett, and Colby Covington. It's strange how one degree of separation close we are you know, with a phone yeah. call could be on the fucking guest list if we really wanted to go to Mar-a-Lago and hit the 10-pin, you know? Like, yeah, well,
2: it's probably easier to be on the guest list or not be on the guest list and get into the White House at this point. So. Yeah,
1: Well, unless you got some Coke, right? I right, guess that that that's what it comes that
2: What was it? The Obamas were still in office or something? Or somebody was, I don't remember who, maybe it was the very first year for the, uh, the Bidens, I don't know. When somebody yeah. came to the guest party. You know like that big dress-up gala event and like there's this these two jabrons who who just showed up in evening gown and tuxedo yeah. and got it right through yeah yeah
1: that was obama era no absolutely that was so. uh so yeah that's it's, it's well,
2: what's the, what's the, the next the, thing the, you the know? fake hand uh you know asl language person who was standing two feet from obama in africa (laughs) and they did it again with uh joe recently someone just going like this with their arms that was like even the worst like not even trying to make it look like letters or anything right right who was it i don't know they just volunteered that's
1: my asl right there for those out there uh i do that to uh, these kids in canada that means bullshit in fucking in really? sign language, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so when they come up and are trying to get the autograph, I just look at them, give them the old. And they, pop. they pop all the time.
0: That's
1: good. Uh, so uh, yeah, man, you got it you got a great point there with uh what crazy shit will happen next, and even uh, oh, this week Joe acknowledges his seventh grandchild. They don't say that the seventh right. grandchild is from the fucking crackhead kid banging whores. And yeah. fucking strippers. strippers get, yeah. yeah, you know, like they they leave that out. And then uh, the other, I saw she's, a, she's the dancer. Yeah, she's yeah.
2: A dancer.
1: But we'll go with Stormy Daniels and all that shit and come right. up with yeah. L after L, right? But on the other side, no, no, that's fine. Piss tapes
2: that don't exist.
1: Yeah, yeah. Taxes Meanwhile, that here's are. Here's a
2: picture of my son, falling, you know, lacking <laughs> out yeah. with a crack pipe in his mouth.
1: Absolutely. With fucking Lady Gaga. No, yeah. no comment, right? Like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, And it's all getting even more bizarre. What was the other salacious headline? Lizzo is making her gay backup dancers eat bananas out of pussies and fucking throwing dildos at them. Like, and
2: then she was fatshaming one of her fucking dancers for gaining
0: weight. That's true. (laughs) That's one of the stories.
1: You know, you know, Lizzo uh, wasn't down there actually doing it because that bitch hasn't eaten a banana or a piece of fruit in twenty years.
0: (laughs) Get that away from. <laughs> right what is that yeah. a strawberry yeah. so ah!
1: and, but the, what kills me is these are the salacious stories that people are focusing on. Meanwhile, alien and UFO disclosure yeah, is happening yeah. day yeah. after day after day after day and it's just like you know we we reference idiocracy it seems yes, every yeah. week but the but the throwdown of where we are as a society of just not rounding up these. Fake masters of the world and burning them at the stake like it's witches, you know, and uh, and then really focusing our attention on the unification of humanity and where we need to be is uh, maddening. And then you're like, oh, wrestling, yeah,
2: yeah, (laughs) it's so stupid, right? Like, I just saw a really good cartoon on Instagram uh, yesterday, and it's just the cartoon is like one is like uh, trying to convince the other one, like, hey, look, aliens. Yeah, yeah, great. He's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? We like aliens. Yeah, I can't worry about that right now. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to pay my rent this month. And he's right. like, but they're, but they're aliens. And <laughs> like, yeah, but then, and he brings up some other like relevant point to like what's happening in the country. He's like, stop thinking about that. I want you to think about aliens. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just the yeah. distraction of, of what you're time. supposed to do, right? I think like, a lot like, of people what? are finally becoming a little bit more smart to stuff like that. Now, Like these, all these... Distractions and things like that.
1: that I, think I think they wore everybody out every yeah. ounce of their good credit. Now yes. everybody just sees anything and goes, You're a fucking liar. You can't you... roll
2: over society with a rolling pin for five years straight, just crushing everybody constantly. Yeah. And expect them to like not figure some things out. You know, Really, like,
1: 20, 23 years straight since 9 yeah, 11, we've been I under see. this fucking and nonstop pressure. Well, yes,
2: but even more importantly, even ever since COVID, when people have gotten to be oh, home yeah. and really uh get out of that that day-to-day mindless like just going about your day and then coming home going to bed and doing it over that cycle was broken and i think that woke a lot of people up into a sense that they're starting to pay a lot more attention to how when there is a real story they they bury it on friday on the long weekend you know what i mean Mm. when nobody's i think people are starting to finally pick up those kinds of things because they just did that this past friday with with uh Stumbling with Joe Biden, and say, "Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I have seven seven grandkids." Because it was yeah. pulling horribly that he wouldn't acknowledge. Right. Girls. right. So only when it affects the polls does that human life matter.
1: We it? so we set up a fake interview just so he can do it as a sidebar to say, "See, he did it. He did it." And fucking, we can move on. Like to, right. Like that's how. That's the shit we're really focused on, as opposed to going, "Holy fuck, look at the homeless right. problem and, like and I, everything."
2: I always say, like, you know, I'm an independent voter. I, I, I'm I'm a registered independent voter, and everything. And I don't vote for people like vote for policies and all uh, things like that. But there are people who. Well, like Democrats and Republicans, that like, especially the Democrats, it seems like will never admit like that. Like the media does swing left, and not just left, but really, really left. Yeah. And historically, when you see like these clips, like back to back to back of how they've always pushed liberalism over conservatism, uh, you know, be, no, 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 that doesn't really happen. That doesn't really happen. But yes, it does. Just be critical. Be, to get out of that party mentality for two seconds and just watch. Well, I'm not saying that what you believe in is wrong. I'm just saying what you believe in is also believed in by the, all the people who are in charge of putting shit on TV. Yeah, well, I mean, that
1: just becomes the paid-for echo chamber that feeds disinformation and propaganda. So, you know, you're talking the witch hunt. A lot of those people I'm talking about are the ones who are on the right. board members that are letting that trickle down. You go grab 25 of them off the street from CNN and Fox and fucking do a little uh, uh, Iron Maiden with them, and uh, you, you'll watch all the communications talking heads majors drop that bullshit or reading whatever on the screen in front right. of them. And fucking actually becoming journalists once again, it's going to, it's going to take some uh, Guantanamo Bay level fucking rectifying in order to that, that to happen. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, it's a, it's some <laughs> revenge fantasy pipe dream, right? A v for Vendetta where we overrun the BBC. Right. But th- they've really are getting close to that point of, like you said, you can't just keep rolling pin people out. They've they've yeah. wasted all their equity before. All they even have to do is go, and they go lie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they, yeah. take take checker. the breath, right? Take the breath to start your sentence. You're you're fucking lying. You're lying yeah. to me. Okay. Yeah, then.
2: yeah you know, even during COVID, when they were having those the summer of. Loved and the riots and all that bullshit uh he, like cnn was pretty much like they're having some Molotov cocktails thrown their way and it wasn't just by like these fucking the proud boys or whatever these are just these are just people on the street who were just throwing shit at whatever they could mm, the just reality is they since. they
1: probably paid those people so they could then play the victim yeah, and look like they're fucking <laughs> yeah
2: there's definitely a yeah. you know make it look like they are It's not, not like they, they were caught it's
1: not, it's not like they were caught on the roof in Atlanta saying they were in Iraq taking incoming fire before. So right, if they're right. capable of that, they're fucking capable of everything, you know. Yeah. So oh uh, yeah, but uh, then it's uh, oh wrestling distractions, SummerSlam, uh, Wembley Stadium. Hold on a minute. Here mm-hmm. come the feds and and this goes to not just the NDAs or the Bobby Ashley lawsuit or the MLW lawsuit, right. uh, you know. This goes to, oh, fence is getting $9.3 billion. Mm-hmm. Send in the boys. We're getting a yeah. chunk of that because yeah, they, they know that. that, yeah, they want their fucking 33 and a third fucking percent, yeah. brother, and they're going to yeah. fucking get it. So yeah. that'll be $3 billion in payouts to fucking end all of that, and he'll be left with six three point three
2: billion.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. and he'll be left with uh $6.66 billion, right. right? Like that's what it will <laughs> yeah. come down
2: to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So, so I, I mean do you think yeah, this will
2: expedite uh, Vince's retirement.
1: That's what I, I think our big story of the day is, uh, Striz. So let's just get into okay, the headlines and we'll that. we'll see what uh, uh you know what these say to break it down in there. But um let me just see here. So right now Vince McMahon on medical leave until further notice. Right. We know he You're had a five a hour well now. I'm like <laughs> he had a spinal surgery. Okay, maybe, yeah, true, whatever. Or is that a whole cover story now? Right. right. You know what I mean? He, yeah, I know, whenever I'm, he has
2: these big uh, uh, things going on with the government, like the first time around, he yeah. had that next surgery and he comes out yeah. with a brace to kind of get yeah. that sympathy. This Absolutely. Is a, a ver- timing is a bitch, isn't it? like Yeah. You know, Absolutely. Are there just things as coincidences, you know? Like, seems like he's got this, this uncanny timing of needing a very, very big surgery during a. Very difficult time in his life.
1: Four days after, right? Uh, yeah. t- and, uh, you know, or more. got... Uh, Isn't he history just went, a
2: bitch when you record shit?
1: <laughs> he just actually went to Tanzabar for a massage and that turned into major back <laughs> surgery. That's how the story yeah. telephoned into that one. Uh, Vince McMahon is back in the headline for a variety of reasons. W reported their second quarter earnings on Wednesday, which led to reveal that the executive chairman was served a search warrant and federal grand jury subpoena on July 17th. This comes after news that McMahon recently had major spinal operation. Uh, in an update, the earnings also revealed that McMahon began, began his medical leave on July 21st, which was just days after the subpoena was served. It was noticed that the, noted that the 77-year-old will be on medical leave until further notice will remain in his role as executive chairman. McMahon has an up-and-down year, dating back to last summer when he stepped down from his role as chairman in the wake of sexual misconduct, hush money allegations. Triple Game stepped up as chief content officer to effectively be the new head of creative with Stephanie who was the chairwoman, alongside CEO Nick Khan. Uh, The company changed course in January when McMahon returned under the title of executive chairman, which led Stephanie's departure from the company once again. Triple H has remained as of creative, but man is, has reportedly more influence throughout the year. I mean, here we are recanting just the crazy step down from the NDA. I'm gone. No, I'm not. It's a fake hostile takeover. Gotcha, bitch. Sell the whole fucking company for 9.3 bill and, and put myself back in yeah. uh, after the heat passes. But the heat hasn't passed. And what pops me, even though this is on a way bigger thing, we've got a lot of oh i don't even know what you woke superstars who continue to act like they have a moral compass but they still keep taking the paycheck right. from the fucking guy who's under indictment for sexual harassment and a wide variety of other fucking discrepancies right now and we the, the just keeps trucking along will stephanie be back again no. why is this guy at 77 years old going I'm going to step back, but you know he's coming back again. Can you imagine at 78 years old, because he's about to turn 78 yeah. August yeah, 21st?
0: Yeah.
1: Day after my birthday. And, uh, and fucking, uh, that that's what you'd want on your plate at 78 years I old to it. be coming back, writing a TV show under indictment, court, multiple lawsuits. All this shit. When now he's just laying low until he can right. stick his head up again and fucking come back over the top at eighty. He'll be back in the fucking seat as right. executive producer. Could oh, you imagine God. that, bro? You
2: know, like all that shit going on. But what's in his head is, I want Selena Vega to wrestle Do Drop. God damn it. Yeah, get the <laughs> chocolate bitch
1: out there. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I,
2: I don't, I don't, I don't understand the mentality of it. But uh, I mean, when, I guess when you, he's been doing it so long now, that's all he fucking knows. And without that. Who is he? He has no identity, I guess, to himself in his own mind. Of If I'm not this, I'm nothing. Rather than thinking, man, I've got more money than I'm ever, ever, ever going to be able to spend. Why not go to that $50 million condo that he has in Florida, hang out on the beach, and get piss-ass drunk at 9 o'clock in the morning and just drink margaritas and look at the sand. All
1: day. You've got hire whores, hire an army of whores.
2: Go to the beach. Go lift weights on the beach. Open your own little muscle beach thing. Be out there, get yourself a free tan lift all day long, all drink day whatever on. you want to do. Have it, as many buddies as you want over there to lift weights with you and say, God damn, Vince, you look fantastic! Yeah, what What else could he possibly want? Like, yeah, yeah dude. you can have steak wraps all day long with ketchup. You know, it doesn't matter, we can have whatever he wants, but nope, got to be in the office wearing a suit and tie, and I gotta be in Miami to watch NXT or whatever they're like, doing, oh, <laughs>
1: right? Right, right. You got to care about fucking uh, who the fuck is over in NXT. Yeah. That's that's yeah. an embarrassment right there. And like, what's Wesley
2: up to? I goddamn it, I need reports.
1: Yeah, and to be a going pushing an eighty and being like, nah, this is fine. This is normal. This is what I want out of my life, dude. Talk about defining your entire character and not really being able to know who you are yeah. uh, and be comfortable with that. That you have to define yourself through that. Yeah. And more snake moves that you got to pull. Just to go, ha ha. Ah, got over on the government again, you bastards. Right, right. Uh, Follow-up, Vince McMahon issues an internal statement to WWE employees following the news of the federal grand jury subpoena. Uh, Vince issued the internal statement this morning, said, In 2022, WWE informed a special committee to review allegations of misconduct against me. That review was concluded in November of 2022 following an extensive investigation Throughout this experience, I've always denied any uh, intentional wrongdoing and continue to do so. I'm confident that the government's investigation will resolve without any findings of wrongdoing. I've focused on completing the recovery process from my recent spinal surgery and closing our transaction with Endeavor, which will create one of the preeminent global sports entertainment brands. Vince McMahon. Vince uh,
0: McMahon. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> P.S. Come on up here if you want to suck some dicks. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this big man, uh, A.K.A. Big Daddy.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, it could be about the blowjobs and the NDAs and where the money came from because you're dealing with SEC filings and they said it came from a personal account, but we know it came from WWE coffers, which he was forced to replace. And it's all about the money yeah, and follow crazy, the money. Crazy, so,
2: man. Right. Johnny Ace would have sucked his dick for free.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, he, he, he probably has and was just tired of it, wanted some <laughs> new... new lips on the pipe
2: yeah
1: uh (laughs) so like the 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 fact of working for this guy they're all moving into a new building where i want everybody back seven days a week in the new building i paid for it they're gonna be there fuck their remote work you know what i mean really uh just to spend money to be in power to be in control to be a 1980s wall street level fucking boss Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and and have that sick megalomaniac power yeah. look at my big of,
2: building that i bought i'm on the top floor look at, yeah, look at the, yeah.
1: You know, so,
2: so with all, you know what do they call it posturing and stuff like and that. even you doing
1: know. the deal with endeavor to stay in power when yeah. <laughs> yeah. dude yeah. endeavor now should be going fuck why did we listen to this guy look at now he's got ir now we're going to be tied to them and we want yeah, IRS, we're, get FBI out, Opera so yeah ass. we're
2: next yeah it's very foolish. I, I have a feeling that very this is foolish business. the uh, retirement of Vince McMahon. And, I, I, and, and, I, and I've never been a huge fan of Stephanie, but I feel bad for her at this point. Because at this point, she's been used as a yo-yo to just come in and fill the gaps whenever Vince sees fit or whatever. And then will openly say, yeah, my kids disappoint me when he's on TV, you know, radio shows. So, you know, put the boost to his kids that have spent hundreds of hours every week of their lives you know, kowtowing to their father sure. and having to do, you know, all this work and trying to get respect from the people around them, you know, trying to help build this global empire and then still getting your legs kicked off of you from your own father. Yeah. It's ridiculous, you know. And so, who, knows, uh, who
1: knows as many times if you really want to get Shakespeare with it. And yeah, I feel so bad for stuff. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but Shane too, the prodigal son, right? And then right. Uh, the Triple H back and forth power struggle. Well, Shane's with- always
2: sure that he's, he has a, he's a bit of a mental midget. You know, yeah. when he shows what's, what's important to him is he wanted to be a wrestler and wanted to be over and wants all these guys to look, take all these bumps for him. He's the in-ring wrestling version of Tony Khan who stays outside the ring for right Well, now. that's
1: because that relates back to his childhood when he probably needed more attention, but his dad was giving it to wrestlers. So in his right. mind, he has to become I, a wrestler yes. in order to earn his father's respect.
2: Yes, exactly. Then he'll, then he'll see what I can do
1: yeah and then we have the weird incestuous molestation side of stephanie with sit on daddy's lap and butterfly kisses and strange sexual innuendos yeah, the and butter, the
2: billion dollar princess
1: yeah so i mean all if that I were is
2: her, i gotta be honest i'd be like, like she's got more money than she'll have to be able to spend just be like yeah. i'm not interested sorry i've moved on my, my, right. my life i'm here worrying about my kids i got three high schoolers i gotta get ready for college I got shit on my plate. I don't and know whatever
1: was going episode. on with their possible marriage uh, issues in the past right. and then Triple H's heart issues, mm-hmm. and here we are. If I'm Endeavor, I don't have much. <laughs> like I'm having a meeting closed door going, this McMahon family is a toxic fucking property.
2: Yeah. And, the next and thing you're going to see is the headline that says, Bruce Prichard becomes president of World Wrestling you Entertainment. fucking
1: might be right on with that. And, okay. and that's what He's I was going, going to. Yeah. Could the kids being marginalized? Now, this is super hypothetical because if they're up Vince's ass, then they're going to be on the paper trail too, but they could sell them out and, and put them in separate rooms and squeeze them. But could the kids in Triple H have been done enough that they're like, this is how we cut the old man's throat yeah, to fucking you, get him you out? you put him on a
2: platter and hand him to
1: the government. <laughs> right. And they do something backdoor with Ari in order to do that, that everybody has to set him up. There's no way we're going to get him out any other way aside from this. And then... Because it's a money thing, and you got Ari Emanuel and the Lions of Zion behind that fucking so that. That's how they push him out, and he doesn't come back to sit down. His own people do a Julius Caesar anime to uh, Shane. Shane a. <laughs> yeah. <you> <laughs> yeah, Yeah, yeah. He so even uh, said that in a Royal Rumble promo about
2: fifteen years ago.
0: They
1: were yeah. just as the Romans and
2: everything, and like he too Shaneicus because Shane yeah. the back. Stabbed them in the video. So hey. Life reflects art,
1: right? Yeah, I mean, it's just—is that the story of humanity? God damn, I mean, you know what I mean, I mean? Yeah, I
2: mean, it's been played out for centuries, right?
1: Right. Whether it's I Romans or that old lion
2: off of
1: the top yeah. of the mountain,
2: then they won't Push his ass off the
1: cliff and no, Or you go to gladiator. Declan's held up high with his shoulder pads on. Ah, fucking. Well I mean that's um I always forget his name uh the father of stoicism from gladiator the and his own son takes him out too right and we're talking hamlet uh as well uh the right. father's done and that uncle's in a crazy power and this the son has to fucking son in law in this case triple h is the one that would it's be Salem playing Oedipus. hamlet right. yeah Oedipus, yeah dude very 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 uh something imprinted in our dna Right, you know yeah. what I mean? Something. Uh, is this that, the
2: same story told over and over again. This is just the modern day version of it.
1: It very much it's is. Okay, yeah. Pro wrestling. I wonder if, if if, 500 years from now, if fucking the McMahon story will ring out like A2 Brute, Julius right, Caesar, right. you know, very strange. Yeah, uh, if you
2: don't look at it for what it is, as pro wrestling, like the powerful entertainment company that, you know, had millions upon millions of fans globally that made mm-hmm. billions upon billions of dollars. You know, and grew its own inner empire, an empire within an empire, yeah. you know, with lots of power and struggle and, you know, all that bullshit. Sex and, you know, concubines and everything. It's all there.
1: Murder, drugs, yeah. <laughs> steroids, yeah. concubines, payoffs, payola. Yeah. And here's the big scary thing, though, that, you know, the the, the, the kids. It can... a brand
2: new castle that they're on. <laughs> yeah.
1: There. The kids being the ones that may be behind it, sticking them on them is such a small percentage. However, as we've alluded it to, 20
2: the,
1: uh, the- It, it uh <laughs> yeah, it's got right, it's got. That's what I'm saying. It, it makes the script uh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but what if um, this is what opens the door? Not just to the NDAs and the payouts. Where did the ten mil come from? We know it's bullshit. He paid it back. Yada 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 yada. But when they went public, and that. Stock went from $20 to $120 over the course of five years, six years. You saw, we saw, every uh, other quarter, uh, a cash-in from Triple H, Steph, yeah. Kevin Dunn, whoever For, it was. Like two and
2: a half million bucks on average per cash-out. Yeah,
1: And now, you if that isn't the definition of insider trading, when you sell stocks five days before a fucking <laughs> right. uh, a quarterly, quarterly earnings report. card, yeah. like but that to me is where I would be going in to get the paper trail. If we're going to actually, we can't get him on the blow job. We can't get him on the murders. Uh, you know, sure. we can't get him on that, but uh, insider trading, it's how they got Al Capone.
2: Exactly, I was just saying, again, that's how we've seen it throughout the course of history. Like when you can't, and that's get what up, they're getting
1: Biden's get the right now on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you can't, can't get him get them.
2: blood on his hands. You can yeah. catch him through the uh, stock market. Cause it's like, you know, you've always said, you just follow the money, you know?
1: Yeah. And I think that's what the big smash and grab of the the feds is going to be more about. Now they unleash their army of 80,000 IRS auditors and and everything else along there. And all you need to get now, let me put this to you. Let me tell you something. Is the Bobby, Bobby Ashley lawyer, (laughs) is the MLW lawyer, is the NDA lawyers all fucking now colluding to be like, share some information to be like, Oh, I didn't know that. That's going to help right. my case. Ooh, I didn't know that. That'll help. And, this. and, and they sides, fucking all, bing, bang, bing, yeah. bing. And that's where you really. And then there's uh you know, triple H is out, out by the fucking mailbox with a dark hat and <laughs> hand somebody the envelope, you know, with the damning evidence in it uh, yeah.
2: of what it is. So uh, very interesting. Yeah, he's, thinking, he's thinking, take NXT from me, will ya? Yeah,
1: Right, right. I only wanted
2: one thing. <laughs> and they did, right? Yeah. and
1: Because that was Vince and Bruce will be running NXT. Like, did they ever step foot in NXT once to check out the talent after that and they wrote the scripts? No. But that was a, a fuck you to game, right? Or to yeah. keep uh Sean from being the top guy.
2: Triple H ever said was when he had just hit his 20-year mark in the company.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: then, like, right after that is when uh, Vince took NXT away from him. And it was during COVID. And they needed a color commentator that night. Triple H did color commentary. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. It was really, really good. And because the whole night, he was, like, knocking himself going, well, I guess that's why they took it away from me. Like, because he, like, messed up some finish or whatever. i like, okay. <laughs> after these many years, I still suck, apparently. <laughs> I'm not the only <laughs> one who thinks that. <laughs> yeah. He just mm-hmm. dropped himself the whole night. And it was it was brilliant because Vince could never do that to himself, yeah. you know, take the brunt of the hit of the being the butt of the joke or whatever, sure. you know. Um, I guess maybe on some levels early on he could, but not as you know, Mr. McMahon or whatever. But I mean, to you know, not like this, this Stone Cold with the gun and he pisses his pants, but right on, on, in real life things, bringing up real life things, not just made up situations. In the Shit, ring. just
1: to pop the boys on right, in right. Gorilla just, really, just to, right. yeah,
2: to show that he can eat some crow. Make fun of it and laugh and move on and still be really good at what you're doing. Yeah, because he just cashed
1: level. in five million on stock yeah, options like a, that it's afternoon. It's like, I'll like bury I, myself too. I'll go out there yeah. with no shirt on and get my tits out and do commentary and not even reference it. You give me fucking five mil. Yeah, this, yeah. This
2: pillow is not flat.
1: It, no. So, so, but it was no. just,
2: it was just good to see. I just, I yeah.
1: thought it was, it was, very. Well, I mean, let's. I mean, nobody knows better than you. You trained with him. You came up with it him in China, yeah, Killer yeah, Kowalski, and yeah, and cool no matter cool. how. Much he's risen to a prominence of power, world champion status. The guy at his very core was like the rest of us. He was one of the boys. Dad took him to a wrestling show, fell in love with it, trained his ass off and had to play the Carney game as a guy who towed Sean's and you forget, bags. When you're showing
2: sharks, you put on yeah. your fins, and you become a shark. That's And be, became true.
1: one of the greatest great whites in the history of this fucking business. So right. it's not like he had the nepotism and handed to him. And he's right. cut a lot of throats, and he's done a lot of things you could hold him accountable for. But at the end of the day, at root base one, he is a fan that worked his ass up every Not fucking day. Not just a fan, someone
2: who's passionate, who could still yeah. to this day tell you about shows from like the Tokyo Dome from 1985 that you watch and go, oh my god, because he was yeah. that kind of fan. I mean, whatever he could watch, he would watch. It was just, you get in the car and you drive to shows or whatever and you just it doesn't stop. We, just, Everyone's just talking about, oh, what did you like about this? What did you like about that? What did, you know, these shows that you watched growing up and oh my god, you saw that too and then how does it pull into, the, like, oh, you know, my gear, I kind of have this thing that I, the reason I do this is because there's something I saw. And, like, when I was a kid and I thought, man, if I was ever a wrestler, you know, we have these, at the you're yep. driving seven hours to a show to hopefully get paid a hundred bucks and then right. seven hours all the way back. And if you get home before you have to go to work, God bless you. You made it on time. Yeah, right. like, get so, in
1: at three, up at seven, he, uh, back on the clock. Yeah,
2: and yep, yeah exactly. and, and he did those, man. He did those for yeah. You know, a couple of years, and yeah. uh, so don't think he forgot about that. You know, like
1: and he made it through the drug and alcohol fueled era right, right. without ever, without ever really bending his will he was to that. Smart. I mean, he's pl- plenty of gas. There's no doubt about that, as you see his extra large, you know, Oscar Mayer Wiener forehead. But you yeah, know, but that's small price to pay. And a guy who's uh, done, you know, made it through the labyrinth yeah. <laughs> to the yeah, highest
0: point. Sure. Yeah.
2: yeah,
1: and will that be him? Being able to pick up the sword and shield when the dust finally settles. Uh, I I have to say,
2: because Brandon Thurston from WrestleMomics just did a whole thing last week of
0: Mm -hmm. who was more
2: successful, you know, uh, at running the company. And he was showing that Triple H's numbers on almost every single category were better than Vince's by like at least 30% on like house show attendance, ratings on television per quarter, uh, the, um, you know, the quarter profit uh, phone call, everything was higher during uh triple h's one year mm-hmm. run that he got to actually be the one that made all the, the final decisions and stuff so i have <laughs> oh, confidence sure. even though with the, even with the pacemaker if he were to come back in this next couple of weeks and say okay yeah. i guess i'm doing it again i have confidence that if he, even if he only does it for like three years before they groom somebody to take that position over that the company will be fine wrestling will be fine if, if not better than we've seen it in the last yeah
1: we're not gonna years get years. insidious oscar right. <laughs> And all that stupid get me the shit. Get
2: genius of
1: disguise. Oh, fucking terrible, bro. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think I, I see that same thing probably, too. I was going to say, did Brandon Thurston from WrestleNomics, a numbers guy, did he have Triple H's blood pressure numbers up there as well? Because I'm sure the fucking... Yeah. <laughs> the, it wasn't the, the the 120 the, over the, 80, that's for sure. Uh, no. Uh, you know, let's get those metrics out yeah, there. I don't think man,
2: Dr. Dan would have let him work that night.
1: <laughs> <so. laughs> I just had an energy drink. I'm fine. <laughs>
2: a couple red bulls yeah
1: or loco yeah or did vince actually uh get one of his vince mcmahon clones had the spine removed had a full spinal replacement and right. now he'll be back for the royal rumble to go over right. on roman reigns to end the streak is that what vince is i know i want to see the other clones
2: like do they some have mustaches some have full beards yeah. some are clean shaven you know
1: yeah, there you go <laughs> yeah i well i mean you want to talk about netflix predictive programming and fucking everything else i watched uh they clone tyrone uh uh Jamie fox and a couple others in in the film and it's it's a it's a hood cloning film that, that like how what uh baba dick gregory was talking about where they'd grab mm-hmm. uh you know People from the hood for organ harvesting, and this way there was these deep underground military bases in the church and the in the liquor store and the bodega where you can all get into this underground military base, and they were cloning people from the hood. And I'm going, this is very, very telling. Why would you put this out here and put it out to this community? Yeah, what's crazy?
2: So many people don't even know who Dick Gregory is. Yeah, you go back and you do a little deep dive on him and go, oh. I remember Roseanne Barr bringing up his name in like the 80s. Sure. And I was like, I never had, I never heard of him. But he was a comedian, but mm-hmm. kind of like got out of like the comedy game to like. Well, he came up
1: of, with Red Fox and, and, every, yeah, and Bill Cosby old, and, old and all those dude, guys, you know in what the I 50s mean?
2: sixties and, and,
1: and was telling the truths about yeah. Hollywood and the hood and the CIA in the early 80s that nobody yep. even understood. Like, he like, like,
2: go like in a deep dive of why does the hood even exist? Mm. And like, why is there a liquor store on every corner? Why is there a check cashing place on every corner? You know, so you never leave your little town block, mm. and the tribalism that it causes, and like the red versus the blue, and the whole—I mean, like genius level breakdown of things. Yeah, that I, you I would watch.
1: I went on like a three-year bender of him and Paul Mooney. You know what I mean? Really trying to—not that I, you know grew up in the hood or anything like that but like as a, a appreciator in the 80s of uh you know the difference in the changes in new york city and the hip-hop culture and lifestyle i was in tune to what might be going on on the entertainment level. And then once the internet hits and you see these guys who are the vanguard of the unsung from the sixties and seventies and are mm-hmm. letting you know what happened with the CIA ops post black Panther right. and what they actually did. And uh, you realize very, why they very didn't very
2: commercially successful either.
1: Yes. Yeah. Why, why yeah, I held well down. Right. Talk.
2: right. Yep. I'm a manly P hall man myself when it comes down yep. to these sure. on YouTube, there's tons of, i mean hours upon hours of his lectures that were recorded mm-hmm. in like the 1920s yeah like i can't believe like they even someone had those tapes but thank god they did yeah so if, if anybody's looking for a deep dive just go to youtube and put in Man m-a-m-l-y p hall h-a-l-l and you can go give yourself quite an education get
1: me manly penis scott hall that's what i'm looking for <laughs> hey yo, how you doing <laughs> right <laughs> Dark you style. want to see a genius, man? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we saw one last night. I don't know if you watched uh uh dynamite or not, but we had a Tony, this, but... we had a Tony Khan Deer and headlights promo, oh like God. I've never seen, bro, just staring oh. at the fucking like his eyes they... did not
2: move, they were like yeah, just like stuck in place. Like somebody clued <laughs> them shut. It was, it was a very, very strange interview. There's two the little like one's half size too big, yeah. Kind of, <laughs> Thing going and,
1: on. and the and the monitors off to the side, so you see him like looking off to the side the whole time, as opposed to being right in front of him. And yeah. it's just
2: does he look like a llama to you?
1: I I can get that a little like bit. Alpaca. To me, to me, <laughs> he looks <laughs> he looks like somebody off a of Fraggle Rock with a fucking hair thing that it always pops yeah. me. <laughs> it's
2: like, like that big pom pom on top. Yeah, it. yeah, that's. What... I shit down, dude! Come on, you're not yeah, 16 anymore. Thirty hey. something years old. Get that down to like number three on the Clippers. And-
1: Why are we letting that like on TV tight. and somebody not producing oh. and being like Tone? Come here, buddy. You're a little yeah. stiff. This is what I would do. To, this Seriously, this is something I do with the with the rookies. Right. Yeah. Uh, so baby's first promo is a scary thing when you're like, all right, get up, cut a 30 second promo on. Uh, you're going to SummerSlam, or You're one minute. You just got eliminated from money in the bank and you're pissed. Da, da, da. And it's like, oh, I love wrestling, but now it's time to do it. Huh? And you uh, see yeah. all of their their little um, energies that they don't they don't have control of manifest themselves physically. Sometimes it's an arm grab. Sometimes it's hands in the pockets. Sometimes it's come up, grab the rope. Uh, You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, Some, um, happy feet. And, for some people, they just get really rigid and hold that in their shoulders and arms and their yeah. arms, they can't unlock them. They can't move. So I'll go over and grab them and just start doing spaghetti arms yeah, with them yeah. flapping, flapping their arms out. Yep. To get like, And you can see Bring them. breathe, like, his brother, oh, breathe. Yeah, oil can! Like, it's the same <laughs> shit, right? And so, like, that to me is exactly what I'm doing. You gotta get a red me.
2: light bulb and flip that on and say face the red light bulb. And don't say anything until you see that thing go on. Yeah. Like,
0: boop! Yeah,
1: but that's what I would do with him. I'd go over, grab him by the arms, and start whipping him around. You know what I mean? Just to get his body loose, dude. And yeah. then I go, "Here's what we're gonna do: hundred blinks. Ready? Look at me, blink, 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 yeah. blink, Just so he can get his eyes moving. Because I haven't really seen that in other performers. Maybe that's an ADD or an yeah. Asperger's thing, but. I've seen a lot of tensions held different ways. There's usually mm-hmm. about six or seven main ones. I've never seen a I'm not blinking, staring directly. Ahead. Yeah. That's exactly. a strange I'm very manifestation. Excited to
2: announce that we have something very big coming up right down the road. I don't want anybody to miss it. Thanks so much for coming out and supporting the product. And Wembley Stadium is going to be one heck of a show, everybody. Thank you very much. Have a great night. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Because Very that's, that's, strange. Like, you know, the most polar opposite you can From him jumping up and down going <laughs> Like <laughs> yeah, he yeah, was yeah. doing Like two years ago Like okay Because somebody reeled
1: him in from that, from looking like a Mark. Now he looks like
2: this trap and pulled him right back. Now
1: now I expect him to hold up the fucking newspaper with the date on it. I'm (laughs) being held hostage, right? Like, that's what these feel like. Like, if you were going to explain it, then just pull back and have me off camera with an (laughs) AK-47 or a machete (laughs) pointed at him. Then it would make fucking sense. You you know what I mean?
2: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: blink if Wait a you minute. fucking are. <laughs> Wait a minute.
2: He's saying something with his eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so uh yeah, very, very interesting uh cameo last night from TK on Dynamite oh, yeah. as we head into the a big, big show here. Uh, but the other part talking about Triple H coming off of the Cody Rhodes new peacock um mm-hmm documentary they put out there triple h uh on there called aew a secondary promotion during cody rhodes peacock doc get me peacock doc get me cock doc as fact uh (laughs) in regards to why cody decided to make his wwe uh return well, speaking the orlando sentinel uh president Khan uh addressed triple h's comments he said we certainly won't be the secondary promotion at all in we're number one in the uk on tv and with a record gate i have a lot of respect for cody I know these weren't his words, but to be fair, we're not a secondary in a lot of markets for the first time in a long time. WWE has been secondary in a lot of markets. I'm proud of where we're at and we're not taking a backseat to anybody. Uh, Khan also talked about, uh, matches for all in. He said, look at a path. We'd be, we'd, be in this summer towards all in at Wembley. I always felt tonight in Tampa would be the perfect place to begin match announcements and officially take that next step. It's perfect timing. The perfect amount of excitement. The 200th episode is important uh, to be network uh, to the network and of the fans. It's a major milestone for dynamite and it happens to be four weeks out from all in. So, and not getting too personal, but still selling for it. But I guess if you're asked the question, He's you have to, though. yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't have any uh, holes to punch in, in that answer. Uh, uh, but at the same time, everything like we've said before is mistimed in AEW, yeah. whether it's, uh, jumping on a segment where you just did business and then you say, fuck that business. We'll do more business for somebody else on top of that. Much like, uh, A.R. Fox's heel turn, but Moxley's got to come down and choke somebody out. Wrong. That's that's not right, what you do. Right. Uh, and, and nobody's stopping from that. Or putting your show on Saturday night at 8 p.m. to go against major sports instead of where right. Stevie had the perfect fucking idea of you start at 7.30 – and, uh, you go to eight 30 to draw down the first quarter hour of raw. And then you tell people to go watch Monday night football. Cause you own the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're going to tune in, join us over there. Right. AEW it's stars. Yeah. And, and fucking even have that online to draw down raw. So you have this ammunition, but the target is straight ahead of you. But you're like, ah, fuck it. I'll shoot it over here. Yeah. <laughs> Instead. Yeah. You're not going to hit anything and get no, no meat to eat. But, right. uh, I'd like
2: to see those numbers, though, what he's saying about how they're number one in um, England. Or I'd like to see the numbers all across Europe, because I know that they're expanding and getting into new markets, which is great sure. for them. And it's great for the business. And if it's great for the business, it's great for you and me, which is which yeah. is awesome. And my, my biggest concern out of everything isn't, like, you know, the, the fucking pissing contest. That's always going to be there. It's just the way it is. And in a lot of regards, Triple H wasn't wrong by saying they were a secondary company. There's two things I want to know. is One, what was the personal reason that Cody left? Uh, mm. one eight of that. I have a this is my own personal conspiracy theories. I don't think Cody ever stopped working for WWE. I think he went over there as a mole, got paid by both mm. companies, and was just, you know, run and tell that to you know the office whenever something would come up when so the office could stay ahead and might whatever. I
1: might disagree with that, but it's an interesting take. But There's no here,
2: and here's my last point is um this the show, uh, the all in show in Wembley, they've already got seventy four thousand tickets sold. I saw the, uh, seating chart of what's left the other day, others actually posted it on Twitter because I think he's going to the show, which is great, sure. And uh, he said there's a lot of like maybe some like the 50 dollars tickets left, like the you know, the nosebleeds or whatever. And um, but it seems like the, the walk ups they get that day, they're pretty much going to have a full building, which nobody predicted. Are uh, they maybe, though? 74,000
1: well, sold. Who bought them? That's what I want to fucking know. We'll,
2: we'll find out. But I mean, like WWE, who buys them, is always like the secondary companies anyway that go ahead and resell them anyway. So they're guilty of doing shit like that too. So when you go and sure. buy, try to buy but Mania they, tickets, they sell it them. Sells out in 30 seconds. <laughs> yes, right. But like when you, you'll you see like whenever Mania tickets go on sale, they buy them themselves and then resell them again and fucking get mm-hmm. ticket scalper or prices for shit like that. I've, been, I've gone to like 20 something Mania. Well, not 20, but like, I think this would be like my 18th one. Uh, at WrestleMania 40, or whatever. But you know they they have their own fucking games that they play too, so sure. they're not innocent. Them. But my my biggest concern was what I was gonna get to was this is gonna be the biggest show in the history of AEW. It's not a matter of what happens at that show or how you know they're gonna format it or whatever. Although that is important. My biggest concern is what are you what are you doing after that? How are you going to take that momentum
0: mm.
2: and and build on it? That's because like you don't have to worry about the ticket sales anymore. You should pretty much know what the card is by now. If you, if, if if it was us at the Tcw office, we'd we'd know exactly what we're doing. Although it could we could have like final minute tweaks going right up into showtime. Yeah. But the biggest momentum is okay. We have all these people on the hook. They've all paid their money for a ticket. We've we got a huge show. Do we stay in Europe for a month? Do we like you know how they we went to Canada? they stayed stay up there for a whole month. Do we do we do this whole Hey, this is, you know, welcome to the party. We're here, you know, we're legit. We're here to stay. If you're going to bring
1: everybody there, it'd be smart to tour it, right? Hit Germany, hit... You're already there.
2: You know what I mean? Like, once you realize, holy shit, we sold a shit ton of tickets for this. There's Mm -hmm. There's a market for this out here. You go to Ireland, you go to Scotland, you go to England, you go to Wales, you go to, you know, wherever you can get towns. If you go to Italy, Germany was always huge at WWE town yeah you know like you, you got to go to those new markets and you got to do tv from there to show how big you are across the world like you're a global company as well that's yeah. the the biggest thing is like once they realized okay shit these tickets are actually selling. We're going to have a very respectable turnout here. But what where- business
1: do we have? I mean, last night they did good. I love the RVD stuff last night. I thought if there's one way we're going to finally get Jungle Boy over, if they're not going to do the 90210, making him run the ECW gauntlet to get mm-hmm. Shine is a fucking nice spot to be And I was there getting to work Legends. That's a, that's an easy night, right? I mean, he's going to have to work harder for Rob than I had to with Hacksaw. But, but at the same right. time, that – that ups your status of instead of yeah. working yeah. somebody, uh, uh, fucking, uh, Ricky Starks or you know, anybody. I'm not trying to shit on Ricky Starks, I'm just saying, like, to work Rob Van Dam on a right. page, of use, yeah, yeah is, is the way to go. They've they're proven draw. Um, so I, I think they did good there, but the Adam Cole MJF thing, and then trying to it's oh, the main okay. event, dude. Like, that yeah, was I that was you, a terrible call, yeah. bro. Nobody's gonna look at those guys and go our biggest show, and that's the main event. A guy whose fucking arms are, he's got 14-inch fucking biceps. He's supposed yeah. to be the main event fighting for our world title, bro. And it bad, will be that Indie riffic
2: match that they're looking for, so if that's what they're looking for, they're going to get. I think it's going to be a
1: bad look, bro.
2: If, if they're smart, they'll start it off as a double baby match, and eventually MJF gets pissed and takes over and just lays the heat on him, and Adam works his way up. Wait, bring him up, take him down, bring him up, take him down. Whirlwind finish, everybody goes home happy. It does it doesn't
1: know? seem like a main event to me. It no, just doesn't it doesn't, it, it a, doesn't even seem me? like anything to but me.
2: But I'm saying for the AEW the two we CWIs,
1: CW it's like we would we'd come up with something stronger. I don't see like them facing off as like that's what everybody wants.
2: It the, would have been these smaller bodies of what AEW has been built on, and even when they showed you who their pillars are, yeah. not one of them was 180 pounds.
1: Right, but but see, the Rob, because we did it with Sammy, the Rob and Jungle Jack thing seems like us, and it seems right. And the Young Bucks match last night was a perfect 2CW Young Bucks match. And those guys, they worked with fucking old-school Memphis style and a goddamn giant, a giant and they made right. it. I mean, we've seen that match a couple times in a couple different iterations, and they worked it perfectly last night. That would
2: have put the job on the brother, though.
1: Yeah, no. A bad luck, B. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Uh yeah, no, I agree with that. But the the match itself, I was like, this is hitting how it should be, and, yeah. and Jar Jarrett, Jarrett was awesome in it too. So, um, yeah, he
2: hasn't lost a step.
1: No, not because he knows how to work and works it the right way, and his style And if, if fit it's in.
2: going the wrong way, he'll slow it down. Yep. he can, he has his hand on the ignition the whole time. He'll never. Not be in control of the match. I think
1: a a big thing that we're missing, and and uh, this was what I was going to put with the Bucks and Khan's statement. And Khan made uh, a very professional statement instead of selling for Triple H. He had to sell somewhat, but he didn't get emotional in his response right. that way. But being number two in this situation is a good thing. And don't yeah. just keep saying you're number one. we and and you have to take that on the chin. Number two gives you way less pressure and all the opportunity to do guerrilla warfare to make number one sell. If there's one thing they can learn from two CW, even though it was an indie, is that is okay. We'll keep fucking poking at you. And then when you covertly sell through lawyers or whatever, we'll just switch and we'll do something else. That's fine. We'll stop. And then then it'll be better than the original plan anyway. And we'll get our jokes over. And that's what the young bucks' true value is, because their whole gimmick that got them over was ribbing the business, being part Macho Man, Hogan, Shawn Michaels, DX, and like ribbing, ribbing the click. For that's how they made their living for twenty years now. That's not what they're doing at all. You know what I mean? Like. If Triple H says something to me, I'm like, this is a chance for the young bucks to do something smart here. Right. Especially since they
2: made the announcement that they re-signed so they don't have to kiss his ass.
1: Right, right. There's no so to to have these guys that are great at doing parody ribs on the business and pissing off the old guys and being able to say what they want to say, being VPs. That's where we're missing really, bro. Every week should be that because then people would be tuning in much like they were with Max Castor. of like, oh, who's he going to diss in the rap this week? Mm -hmm. We need that from the box of like firing at Vince on spinal surgery, IRS saying, hey, Steph. Hey, if uh, if buddy's not hooked doing right. what needs to be done, uh, you know, well, Brandon Cutler over here has got a huge or hangman's got a huge hog on him if you're looking for a right, little right. something right. on the side. Well, you like, go to like the um,
2: like, yeah, like the hangman
1: should stuff. be like throwing hey, stuff. uh, thanks. I, I love the selfies you sent me. Uh, gimmicks are still holding up, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever it is. Yeah, well, it just like
2: it has the names of everybody who's in the, the, the Buddy Murphy clip there. The, the, the...
1: Judge, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: whatever. And then the buddy's name is crossed out and it says Cuck Murphy, so <laughs> yeah, Matthews yeah. on it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, or his yeah, name it just says Dirty Dom, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Everybody's <laughs> not like, and nobody's watching WWE, they're only watching AEW, they all know what's going on. So, just funny ribs like that, which people go, but that's what drew for
1: ECW and WCW of the fuck yous on camera that WWE had to eat. And are they going to sell for We need to start sending some of those fucking missiles over the border here. And we're not, and we're not. (laughs) Unfortunately for
2: AEW, I think you can be number one in Europe or whatever, and you can do all the great stuff, which is awesome. And like I said, having a healthy AEW is good for everybody. They will never be in the eyes of the. Every even I think even the European fans, they're not number one until they beat Vince on Mondays between eight and eleven. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're not up against him and beating him that way on his flagship show, you're not going to be the number one.
0: Company. I think
1: just the shots to tune in. I mean, Vince did it with Gilbert and fucking Nacho yeah. Man and Huckster. Where's our and 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 uh Paulie? And that's, that's,
2: all that stuff is good too, but unless you're head to head in battle.
1: I don't, think, I don't like, know because Paulie did it with Blue World Order,
2: and but they never made ECW bigger than WWE. There,
1: there was things though that I would want to see of like
2: of Shane cooler.
1: Douglas telling everybody to fuck off, or yeah. Taz telling them to fuck off. Like, we just need some characters that are either strong men to do that, or parody comic gimmicks. But that doesn't make them look
2: bigger. It makes them. It just makes them seem edgier, but it doesn't make them seem bigger. Like they're not more commercially no. successful.
1: No, I won't say. Right. I'm not saying that's the way to get to that point, but it will bring eyes, more yeah. eyes every week to be like, what are they going to do gonna next? next? How ballsy exactly. are they going to? And get the with thing it.
2: is, that WWE's been running that stupid thing for how many years now with the Jeep go into WCW, and we were going to do... We didn't even know what we were going to do that night. And, ha, ha, ha. I got yeah. there. And we found out. Ha, 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 But if anybody ever did that to them, they'd be calling the police like, how oh, dare they? Oh, my God. How right. dare they? Oh, we should have drove it right into the building. Ha, 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 ha. as you yeah. do something. They should oh, be my doing God,
1: things... Like coming out with the, the sign sacrilege. like Guevara did, but but it should be like messages to Kevin Owens from the Bucks. Yeah, you know what I mean, where they show buddy stuff and it would put heat on Owens. But I'm sure he wouldn't give too much of a fuck. He give like a to fuck. Him, He's getting you know, paid, right? And 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 to put it in there, like who's their guys? You know what I mean, or uh, if Sammy Guevara is going to do the fucking sign thing. Here's your opportunity. You yeah. know what I mean? I was always, uh Cody's neck tattoo, I always thought it was stupid. <laughs> right. Put it on there, like anything along those lines, the bing, yeah. bing, bing on yeah. him Just call him
2: white trash. Just, just go ahead and say it.
1: Or i'll hire Brandy back. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what and I Cody mean? And Cody might be like,
2: take the payday. Take the payday. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Pay you
2: pay $7 million a year? <laughs> Hit me with but, everything. Right. You with everything. I want money. all
1: that, and we're not. We're just trying to be our own professional wrestling company, and right. we are second. And when Suplexes! Triple H yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So. Uh uh WWE Hall of Famer reportedly being discussed for a match at 2023 all uh and so RVD makes his appearance during his latest podcast. RVD gave praise to Perry's heel promo work. He had everybody listening to him, you know, smooth. He wasn't streaming like I'm gonna rip your head off, you know. But it's still uh, but it was still getting heat and he was just comfortable, took his time, so I was impressed with that. Um I, I don't know, I, I'm sure Rob's being nice because he probably just yeah. charged him a million dollars for five yeah. shows. <laughs> so he' yeah, uh, cheap know yeah. so you know the he's gonna say what he needs to and and I don't know, putting his opponent over. I like that they may retire the FTW belt that kind of yeah. scene where okay, they were yeah, going. That's, that sounds
0: like a
2: good idea. Let's yeah, just yeah. get that off TV.
1: Yeah, uh, so some good stuff there, and Rob looked great, especially for his age. And uh, he's, you know, he's all right.
2: I mean, he's got a little bit more of a belly, but it's because he's not working full time. But don't think he's lost it. Like, at least another guy who's his his, his daily routine involves mm. like yoga and stretching and working out and just it's just a part of his lifestyle. So you're gonna get him doing like those kicks and the frog splash and all that stuff because. He's, Did that standing up. jump
1: kick look fucking flawless enough to me last yeah. night on the move on that fucking so, 360 you know, yeah. spin
2: kick. Yeah. I mean, think yeah, um, he's a guy who's when he's 70. He'll be doing those, you know, his leg on each chair with the weight, you know, yeah. doing these exercises because it's just... He's been doing it since he was 14 years old and wanted to be a Kung Fu guy.
1: Well, when you're, when you're banging a lot of Insta hoes too, you got to fucking <laughs> <laughs> stay limber, pal. Uh, you know, that, that was good stuff. The one thing that did pop me though, I think jungle boy was supposed to powder earlier than he did last night. Cause he stood in there in the pocket and like stared at Rob. And I think it was supposed to be Rob hits the ring and you dip out and give him it. And he stood there and Rob went like for a second, I saw Rob goes, Kills his head to the side without get, going, get yeah. the fuck out of the ring. Yeah. You're burying me, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, so interesting. Uh, a couple rookie mistakes in that. But uh, I thought it was a good biz last night. I look forward to Light the Fuse today breaking down a lot of stuff off yeah. of that. And then, I, then I've been waiting for the
2: pay-per-view for that match. That match is next week
1: oh i mean but i got a feeling if uh they're going pay-per-view and you wouldn't bring Rob in to just beat him once or have him go over on them that you'd use him for a couple shows so I, I got a feeling we'll get an ecw hardcore match for the ftw title at wembley i think that's the yeah I, mean, I, I say uh, why not
2: they've got a great pop having a music play and Doing, had the whole stadium all doing plays, yeah. you know seventy-five thousand people saying his name you know, and they paid for that.
1: pantera they paid for pantera the smartest move of it all right that was the real yeah. ecw so shit. have them
2: uh does pantera still around maybe have them play him
1: live in the ring I no the like two of the guys are dead in that band oh, so right, well i guess
2: we'll just hit play then it'll be yeah. a little easier yeah but uh yeah i mean good good on tony see that's one of the things like i I can appreciate him wanting to have those real moments and to have that rather than some silly version of that song. Like, oh, we you right. might recognize, you know, that song through like the raw notes played, but <sighs> close enough. Like for, for the hardcore 40 year
1: olds, bro. Like instantly it takes you back oh, yeah. to the fucking. Yeah. You feel like you're know. 20
2: years again, you yeah. 20 years old, you're in college and you went out with the boys for beers and wrestling. And I,
1: I just said that to Russo because we did uh, what he says is the final bash at the beach fucking uh throw down after the dark side of the ring to answer questions for super stickers last night. It was a great time uh with him and Stevie answer uh going through the, the dock. But uh yeah man, that's that's the bullshit of it. You know what I mean? Of of what are you gonna <laughs> come across as when you're there. Uh, I this I want to go back to the Cody thing with you uh because you said you wanted to know what the personal issue is, but he confirms that he left uh because of a personal issue. Uh he addressed that uh that was a decision to leave. He says I can't tell you why I left AEW. I can't and I won't but I can tell you the reasons that were said that didn't actually matter. I didn't leave AEW because of money. Okay. I didn't leave AEW because of talents. I left because of a personal issue. That's it. Rhodes then stated that leaving the company allowed him to pursue his first and biggest childhood dream, winning the WWE Championship. Um, so, K kayfabe. Now, if it's started as a personal issue, I don't think that's a personal issue with somebody. It's one of two things: it's a personal issue with somebody backstage where we can't work together anymore, or it's my wife and kids at home are saying you're spending way too much time uh, doing that, no, and we need you.
2: Okay. That might have been an excuse given at the time to get the release order. Like I'm just thinking what what their, what other what other personal things could it be? There was, there was be? no way he was going to spend less time uh, with WWE than he would have with AEW. Yeah, he had like some backstage responsibilities with AEW, but you know, being a talent for WWE is a 24 seven job. You know what I mean? So it's not like, like oh, I'm going to go to WWE. The schedule's much lighter. When when has anybody ever said that? There's a lot less expected of you on a day-to-day basis in WWE. Yeah, that's I
1: don't case. know, man. Like, think about it as much as you did for two CW if you had to be fucking main event contender to go out and work every night too. Well, you know I could what be I mean? Be a While problem, agenting. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but but aging everybody's shit week after week, like that's the wear and tear of the personal. Now I, I like what you're saying there. I was just trying to say what else other personal issues could it be and if it's if it's not the family, I think he probably home I, personally.
2: I think he probably tried to have the biggest contract, and that wasn't going to happen because I think Jericho got himself the deal. Mm. And yeah. uh, going to the heat
1: with Jericho. That's what I was going to say. That's, who's the who's Jericho the is is the
2: biggest weight in that locker room. Yeah, he's got Tony's ear the most. He's in Tony's office the most. He was the first champ. Obviously, he has the most stroke. Whether he's an actual technical getting an office paycheck on top of his talent paycheck. I don't. I don't know the answer to that, but I know that he's the one that has the, the most stroke. And if you want to be the top guy with the top contract, and you know it's not going to happen, you know, it's, either gotta be, time,
1: it's either got to be it's either got to be Jericho, Punk's, or the Bucks. Like I don't. I, I, don't, I couldn't see it being
2: Punk. I, you know what I mean? I, me neither. They were. in or, or the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks did so much to help Cody become, give him his street cred by getting him so much indie stuff that he he. I think, in my opinion, owes the Bucks, and I think. He's probably even gone on record as saying something similar to that. Maybe not in those yeah. words, but you know, the Bucks made him cool. You know what I mean? So sure. I, I, and how do you if anybody's ever done business with the Bucks, how can you ever get mad at them? Yeah, I, <laughs> they are the nicest, easiest gentlemen that you could deal with in, in wrestling who will right. literally do whatever you want them to do. You know what I mean? So I don't think they're they're the problem. They're busy making their own money, you know, doing t-shirt sales and shit. They don't probably don't give Two shits about your spot on the card, my spot on the card. See, right. They're making their money. That's all they care about. They care about their families and going home safe and you know putting that money away. I mean, so that's I, literally to, to, that's all that's on their mind.
1: To you, and, and I think I agree with you. It's got to be that, kind of a Jericho thing. Spot. You
2: want to be the top guy. You wanted to have the top mm. contract. Mm. It wasn't going to happen. Que sera, sera. Right.
1: Uh, well, I'm not gonna weigh in until Don Stevens tells me what to do, right? Right? right. <laughs> uh, but uh, speaking of the Bucks, uh, more details on the, the elites' new contract with AEW. Uh, AEW celebrating his 200,000 okay, with all this fucking copy. Uh, in terms of the lengths of the new deals. Fightful Select reports that one of the contracts is said to run for at least four years. It's unknown Hmm. if that is the case for all the new agreements. However, it was also unclear if the deals matched up, potentially creating a situation where the Elite's collective contracts wouldn't be up at the same time. AEW and the Elite were said to have reached these new deals over the past few weeks. In regards to WWE, it appears that the promotion was interested in Omega Page and the Bucks. Serious talks between the two sides never ended up occurring. Um As for the ongoing issues between Elite and Punk, the latter's return to AEW this spring did cause a slowdown regarding the negotiations between AEW and the Elite, that would ultimately provide or prove to be a not to be a significant factor. Excuse me. What caused uh, the already, slowdown? I'm sorry, I said that Uh, the, the the that Punk coming back oh, caused okay. a slowdown regarding the negotiations. Because all the
2: bullshit, and everybody got sent home.
1: Are we yeah? Are we gonna give him his own show? Are we all gonna be on Dynamite? All that shit. However, well, you was, know, yeah,
2: Omega so. said last night, Hey, we'll be on collision too.
1: Yeah. Uh And to not play, out, play it out and to do a soft serve storyline instead of coming back in off a of brawl for I all. I think everybody. that's the
2: main event that everybody wants is Omega versus um, punk for the oh, belt. I think that's right. the, that's the match.
1: I think that's your main event, not, uh you know, MJF yeah. and Adam Cole with buddy baby face match waiting for yeah. the Jew to, t- to show his Satanism and turn on him. <sighs> oh, we never saw that come in a mile of fucking way. Yeah. Like, oof, it's, it's all just so uh, middle school and anime paint by number stupidity, yeah. you know, it just feels like I I'm, I'm, i got a bite on this. Come on. Yeah, man. yeah. Uh, somebody also signed a multi-year deal with AEW. Some two CW good bros in this crew. One of the uh, the elites, not the only group that's now secure. The Dark Order has signed new deals with the company. Alex really? Leonard, Evil Uno, and John Silver all got three-year oh, extensions. Yeah, to run through twenty twenty-six. Uno brought the news to light Wednesday when he retweeted AEW's announcement about the contract extensions for the Elite. Uh, I think uh, with that, I think there's. <laughs> there's opportunity for funny shit. Cause if everybody's talking about the elite stuff, the dark order should put it over. Like everybody heard about the contract signing. That's right. We're staying yeah. and make themselves as big, if not bigger than the elite. And if they feel slighted, they should start doing a BWO parody of the elite inside the fucking company, absolutely,
2: one hundred percent.
1: You know, yeah. and uh, and and whether it's the the fringe stuff or uh, I think if they put Matt Hardy with them and call them the the delete
0: instead of the elite, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's not bad either. I like that. Um, but yeah, there's a lot you could do there with the parody of those guys, and that uh, yeah, could be
2: a funny, you know, quarter hour, you know.
1: Yeah, just a little something where they rib them, they they lose to them, but they endear themselves to the crowd. And then when the Bucks truly yeah. need them, here come uh, you know the young, uh, or instead of the young, we go the old order, the young order, <laughs> right.
2: the young dark. And the thing order. is, is that like we eat, like um comic relief is a very important part of when you're sure. doing things. Like after you had that like that real tense moment, you need to kind of let the steam out of the pipe a little bit and go here's the here's a little something to giggle on. And then we'll go to break and come back we'll go with the rest of the show. Like, in, in the movies, they do that. In sitcoms, they do that. After that real tense moment, they pop the joke to kind of, oh, <laughs> okay, sure. take the... So, I mean, something like that could be a great little piece of business to have because you don't have to have them over. They can do jobs every night. doesn't matter.
1: Right. And, uh, It'll help just, them.
2: Yeah, and they don't even have to have matches. No. no they, just do, and they just do their entrances, and they're all doing their stupid thing and making fun. And That's
1: another crew I would use to absolutely fire shots at WWE in oh, a yeah. fucking backhanded way. Bro. It is so easy.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Who you make John Silver and uh fucking Braun Strowman or whatever you want? you know what I mean? Like uh, all that kind of shit. Nerds. Um, yeah, fucking trigger me. Um we were talking about overseas earlier uh and the expansion of AEW uh this is WWE they're going to return to India for the first live event in five years with a Superstar Spectacle uh, with record high interest. Uh, that'll be the first time in nearly six years, actually. Uh, WWE announced they'll be returning to India on September 8th for the live event entitled WWE Superstar Spectacular. Um, the event, uh, the sorry, these shows will go on sale August, August 4th. The event, which was in Hyderabad, Hyderabad? Uh I do Yeah. Uh, we'll how, you doing, fr- bud? <laughs> how you doing, bud? Uh we'll be the first show in India since December 17th in Delhi, which uh was headlined mm, by Triple H day. Triple H battling WWE champion Jinder mahal. And triple H goes over yeah, because yes. a cab driver told him yes. that he was into DX when he was in high school, so they yeah. switched the finish, and that was supposed to be Jinder's moment to become the, the fucking poster boy yeah. for over there and Again, the ego's fucking way out because yeah. somebody goes, "Ah, gender's not yeah. that over." And now here we are with gender being a silent manager. Yeah, the guy looks like a million bucks. Well, times a, Can cut an awesome promo. Then they put him with Veer. Who knows where Shanky is? And the other guy from fucking Sangha, uh, who was in Indus Shear, who had four squash matches, and every one of them kind of went to shit, and they got exposed, and now they've been off TV for five weeks now. Right. They haven't been on, on TV at all, but we're heading into fucking uh, September 8th. That's only five weeks to get these guys back over to have any right. Indian talent uh, that is going to be your poster child for
2: it. You know what you do? You just put them with War Machine. I mean, uh, Viking Raiders. Yeah. just That's all I would do. Just I hey, think, hey, you guys going to work. Uh, Viking Raiders, give them 10 minutes, and the share is up. That's it.
1: This, this really should be Jinder's spotlight where he's been built for it six months. Be, but it's not going fucking, to be. No, no. Instead, we're going with all the, the white champions we can find to go to India and yeah. cheer for this. Cheer for colonialism, everybody. <laughs> God save the uh, queen, man. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, and maybe Indus year might not even be on the fucking show, but I hope Shanky is. I hope they, they reinvent Shanky uh, in the next five weeks. Dance uh, break. Yeah, right dance break shanky it's coming bro um so i mean a huge huge market and they really couldn't have done a more ego move <laughs> fucked it up
2: 1.3 billion people that's a pretty big market and
1: they dude. fucked it up because dx was over bro we'll sell shirts yeah. oh okay yeah. let's change the finish and not make this guy mm. <laughs> <laughs> that could be one of the most as much as we put yeah. game over earlier yep, I the agree. most self-centered stupid moves in the history oh, well, he of said WWE. That, that, I
2: mean, this guy said.
1: Yeah, dude, I was in a cab. They know me. They didn't even know who gender was. Politics." I just find it hard to
2: believe that he was in a cab first of all. Yeah, and not a, in a limo or a private driver who wouldn't have said <laughs> shit to him during the drive. But Vince probably hey, ribbed bro. him and
1: sent him a rickshaw and fucking came. Uh, <laughs> and that's a rib you gotta carry around a super heavyweight in a rickshaw. Yeah. yeah. Um. um, What's being said about WWE's plans for LA Knight being pushed into SummerSlam 2023? Sources indicate this is all a plan, and that LA Knight's standing within the company is held extremely high by executives and. Internally, he's been praised for getting himself over and breaking the mold of what was given him creatively and being even stronger character than what was envisioned for him on the main roster. Uh, it was added that while WWE reports plans to push night in the near future, the company also wanted to wait for the timing to be right to pull the trigger. Yeah, so yeah, this... yeah. we have
2: to wait for him to <laughs> we gotta so, gotta get past this big pay per view before putting him on a stage. Yeah, why not get him over.
1: over the pay per view? Nah, it'll be after. Let's not no, do no, that. No, no, we got to wait. We
2: already have have things, you know, well, I thought Karn's something to
1: change, <laughs> you know. So let's say what this really is from the stupid Mark sheet point of view. Right, uh, He was given a shit fucking gimmick right? because Vince How didn't see he him it right? a, He He's coming out of NXT hot and Triple H and Vince are fighting. Yeah. Vince fucking goes, you want me to take your top guy? Fine. He can be on the main roster. I'm going to make him into a, a game major. model executive. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now I'm on the main roster. You just got to eat shit and do it. Then the shit goes down, and somehow L.A. Knight gets out of that instead of getting fired again, and is Triple H's guy, and he pushes him off to a little bit. Then we're doing blatant rock Austin stuff. Okay. It works. It it, It works. Yeah, and it's there. It's not great and groundbreaking by any means, but it's gotten him to that point, right? That's
2: just 20 years old. So what?
1: It's for a new, it's for a new audience. Right. I get it. And for the forty-year-olds, you're going, it's a ripoff. For a little kid who's never hey, seen Rock, I'm Hogan stole more internet. shit
2: from fucking Billy Graham than sure. anybody. The twenty-four inch pythons was a Billy Graham thing.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, but but the there was no internet and constant right. replay. Exactly. For, <laughs> if there was, Hogan would have had his fucking tits twisted off of it yeah. a lot harder at that time, right? But doesn't matter. He's going along and getting over as as he wants to and will. However, the other part of this is. He's being used as a chess piece. In the meantime, he levels up from being a pawn, getting to the end of the board, becoming a queen, and coming right. back. Right? Yes, but, sir. Yes, sir. Now <laughs> I run the board. <laughs> but there's still this internal struggle backstage on whether he's the guy because, and I think well, they're he's doing forty. This, they're doing right. They're doing this with Cody too. The yeah. story's yet to really begin. You think Cody's going over on Brock and in part three? That would I be. Hope. Uh, It'd be a terrible idea. It just looks terrible. bad. And really, what has happened? Yeah, we'll get our money out of Cody. Vince will go to his house and resign him. But we're never forgetting about the fact that you smashed the throne and we're going to make you eat yeah. shit because otherwise yeah. that'll yeah. look that's like never you got over be, on us.
2: Okay, they'll tell you it is. And they'll right. even go on TV and say, nah.
1: Yeah, but and that's when they could have made him. This is a guy could, who, like you said, was
2: so sensitive that a cab driver put him over that he can't have yeah. <laughs> a in a completely different country. Right,
1: so, right. Come on and, now. And the ah, fact that that they could have put Cody reason. over and made him when they should have and didn't, and then their excuses—the story's just beginning. Right. This after SummerSlam to not make him is the same politics of like he's hot. Well, we're we're up on him. Right. We're just going to wait for a little longer to let us yeah. bullshit. You pull the trigger when you got to to get him over SummerSlam is it, and if you don't do it, that means there's a greater political reason and struggle going on where this guy is still being a chess piece on the board between power struggle back and forth. There's no grand plan that if we wait six weeks and then push him, then he'll be over. No. This is a collision of creative heads on the inner circle creative team, not the outer circle writers. This is within the fucking Shakespearean Hamlet drama.
2: Yeah, it's the the two the Vince's crew versus Triple H's crew of who they want to be over and why. Yeah
1: and they, uh, haven't how, even, said like they even said that they even I just want to hit you with this and and you can go cuz they even put out there that LA Knight doesn't rubs people the wrong way cuz he doesn't play politics the right way that tells you who yes, the fuck do. is testing him he fails yep. the test and the other guy Why goes, won't oh, he you're play you're still, politics? Yeah, dude, cuz he knows, Faka. he knows. I don't give a <laughs> fuck. You know,
2: that's exactly it. And uh now let's see how this relates to how if, if Vince is out again and Triple H takes over, boom. I'd put up, him on. I'd I, put him
1: on now. If Vince is down now with the right. fucking this is Sun Zoo art just of them. war, while yeah, your fucking enemy is is uh, in retreat, that's where you gain ground. And if yeah. you're out because of spinal surgery and you're only doing Zoom calls and the IRS and FBI are up your ass, yeah, I would you are yeah. staying small and shutting the fuck up. Yeah. that means it's your time to advance. And I would put him on that show and, and put him over. And I would
2: be in Triple H if you had the power and the money, I'd say. Do it my way. I promise this won't lose to LA night. I'm saying yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna, we're shooting on the script, and here's what we're gonna do X, Y, and Z. If Vince does come back and he fucking makes you pay for this, quit. And I will personally make a phone call where I will pay your lawyer fees to Tony Khan. Yeah. You go to Tony Khan, and I will tell Tony to put you on top.
1: Yep. Why not Either get way, over? you're going to be on a top level. I years. mean, that's the real Cold War shit that needs to happen, right? right? I I say, how do you slot them in? Let's. We've got uh, two days till SummerSlam. <laughs> you got tomorrow night, and who's Seth facing? Fucking uh, Finn, right? Yeah, yep. that story's big, and you couldn't put LA Knight over on Roman and get him in that story because that's too big. You could do something where Finn is taken out by. Priest or whoever, something happens, and we need somebody to go. And you think it's going to be Priest, and you slot La Knight in there, and you have him go over on yep. Seth yep. out of nowhere. That would I was shock gonna say the fuck. Like on the Friday
2: world. night on SmackDown, the day before the pay per view, somehow they get into a mix where it's uh, uh, Money in the Bank, Damian Priest versus La Knight. The Money in the Bank thing is on the line. On the line, he gets it. cash gets it, it. and Perfect. walks out that night with Perfect. the with the briefcase. And Finn's, the one, it, Finn's it, it, the
1: one that the one fucks over him in that match, seeing your money in the bank, so L.A. Knight can capitalize. That way we right. can push that jealousy business, slot him in. It might be secondary, and, and those guys are going to be pissed off. Who gives a fuck? This is a better fucking yeah. story than either <laughs> Finn was, or him going over. If
2: this was the Attitude Era, he'd wait till the pay-per-view, think uh, L.A. Knight and Priest would get into a fight in the back room. He'd lay Priest out, take the briefcase, and then – for some reason it's just his now <laughs>
1: it's just like, his yeah and he's oh, fucking oh. all right all
2: right, Bell. right you know what i mean right man. right 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 so,
1: yeah i like your quantifier on possession. smackdown and i don't have a problem with that it doesn't fit all the psychology fuck that we got a better choice we got to do he's some holding it in his crap. hand there's yeah, a reason yeah. for
2: that possession yeah. is nine tenths of the law
1: you got there it you, go. you got I'm it <laughs> sure. and and slot him in and have him go over now You got to get by Finn. You got to get by Seth. And those are those are two Triple H guys. So now you're talking about Seth. Three
2: matches involved in there. You've got to stack, mm -hmm. you know, uh, heels for this guy to go and work for the next six months.
1: Yeah, going right into the Rumble. Yep. Yep. And then you could even out of that tag Seth and La Knight versus Finn and fucking uh, Priest against Mm -hmm. each other, and, and and have them slotted up there to work bigger guys. But I think that's there's more money on that, and will the politics do something along those lines? But just that it's not for SummerSlam, the story will continue and he'll get over it down the road. Is the fucking stupidest thing you could possibly do, bro? Here, I'm like, my brain is going
2: <laughs> like spending yeah. all these things. Like, I could see like, if they never mentioned it and they're out of the pay per view, and uh, you know, they, they, he didn't win it on SmackDown, but he's facing Damian Priest, and Damian's holding a briefcase. And they, they're fighting, and he sees the briefcase. So once Damien's laid out, Ellie sees the briefcase on the ground and picks it up. And you just hear um, Corey Graves saying, you know, whoever is in possession of that is the one who controls the mm. thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's never been like that before. But now Corey has said, "Like, oh, is that a rule? I
1: what if you just did a whodunit where this, this smackdown, the, he sets it down and turns, and Finn distracts him. They're, they're doing a little argument. He looks back, and the briefcase is gone. Yeah. And it's just fucking gone. And whoever possesses
2: that briefcase gets the contract.
1: And you don't know who took it. Right. And then right. and then you go on with the match with Finn and fucking Seth. And LA Knight comes out at the end, throws it in the ring, hits him with the skull crusher, and fucking goes over. Right. So you get those guys get their match at least, but neither of them are walking out with the at title make the way the they're. It would, and it, and the people will be like, "Holy fuck! LA Knights champ out of yeah, nowhere!" You know what I mean? Out. Yeah, dude, that's Crash and Then on and no the night. following Monday,
2: whatever, he comes out with the Money in the Bank thing with the belt, and it takes the belt out. Yeah, hucks the briefcase. Uh, or he's got the even bank.
1: that of like, uh, it, it, he's got the belt. He's like, "Hey man, you want your briefcase back?" Just gives yeah. it to him. But it's, now it's worthless. I had a briefcase. What? Yeah. yeah, somebody left this. I found it out there, pal. Yeah. yeah um interesting very very good punch-ups there steve good job hey
2: thanks Dan. it only took us what 30 seconds to come up with better <laughs> yeah, ideas yeah. put
1: on tv well we could have waited uh till after summer slam yeah yeah it. Uh,
2: <laughs> simmer?
1: Uh, here's one that you're like ha hey, and i'm you know I'm probably going to go in on this on Light the Fuse, but maybe I'll go in on it here, too. <laughs> Potential clue regarding the direction of MJF and Adam Cole's friendship storyline. It's previously noted, MJF and Adam Cole uh, for the AEW world title has been confirmed for the all-in pay-per-view. Leading up to the match, MJF has been moving in a babyface direction and tweeting the following about his friendship with Cole. It's a living hell when you take everything personally and constantly question whether or not people hate you or out to get you. But when you have people in your corner that truly care about you, it's a whole lot easier. Sorry. Uh, and then also being rich helps. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that was in response to Chris Fox. He's tweeted at MJF. Jeff. That means a lot to hear my exact symptoms talked about on a wrestling show by you, dude. Thank you so much. You're a real inspiration. And Hey, that RSD's a bitch, huh? Um, yeah, dude. Uh, I'm going to sound ignorant here because it's just something I don't struggle with. And I don't doubt that there is mental disorders, however, uh, or ones caused by whatever drugs they gave kids in the last 20 years, right, you right, know, right. for yep. Ritalin and every other yep. diagnosed thing that they used to call uh, attention deficit hyperactive disorder before in the eighties. They kid, definitely I, would have
2: given that to me. If that, that kid's I was, hyperactive. I the He's just hyperactive. 70s, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I I was like the most talkative kid in school,
1: and I don't think that's a bad thing. (laughs) And and to to, to then go, you have RSD. Something's wrong with you. That's the problem. Brain's not
2: working right. Yeah, that's
1: the problem. Now you're like, I'm fucked up the rest of my life, and I have these symptoms. When my old man would have said, "All you need is a good fucking slap upside the the fucking head, and you'll get your shit together quick. Shut up, and and you'll know that when you're doing too much." That fucking negative reinforcement will get you to shut down. Instead, take this pill and you're all right. Right. You're okay. It's not your fault. Your brain doesn't work right that way. So this pill will help you. I'm so fucking sick and tired of seeing this on the generation where let's get an ADD chant going, everybody, because we all got it. Remember when we were all diagnosed because that was part of a greater. Then they they don't all
2: stop and go. How can we all have that?
1: Yeah, yeah. So then, if we
2: all have it, then doesn't that make that normal?
1: It's, it's a, it's a pussy generation, fucking chemically Pfizered out lifestyle.
2: It does. It
0: It makes,
1: it makes me look at them and go, you don't, you guys don't know what it takes and you will never have what it takes to fit my definition, the true definition of a masculine man in this world. Really? Someone who can provide, hold up, not fucking be cheating on slutty girlfriends and going through fucking uh, d- different fiancés or, you know, whatever it is, or pulling the Zionist Satan line and things along right. the way. That's not somebody with a backbone who stands up for their fucking shit. That's somebody who folds. Yeah, is he a great performer? With all genius, there's madness. Sure. But this kid's been performing since he was six years old. That's why he's good. Not right. because of all these little fucking shortcomings, right. and I'm afraid to show you the true me. And here's the main thing: last night, as he wants, he keeps wanting to try and get the fucking uh, we got Jews in the house shit over and be the Long Island victim of anti-Semitism, where he right. goes, they threw quarters at me, and it fucking did. It. And and I'm thinking to myself, that's kind of a funny fucking bit because I would knock him out with a roll of quarters. and dump quarters all over them. I would have people in the fucking front row with bags of fucking quarters to throw them at them. So if you're going to play off the fucking uh, Jews are greedy money fucking shit – then we better go into it, and it's not better. Be a heel needs to use that for heat, not like how dare you do something anti-Semitic. Of but put it over, I go. Who's throwing quarters at you? You grew up on Long Island, was it every other fucking Jew you went to high school with that right, we're right. trying to rib you, or was right, it the four, like, four sit up down, Mighty wh- Maccabee? Yeah, was it the four <laughs> yeah. black kids who <laughs> they fucking bust in for equal opportunity had a
0: quarter?
1: Right, right. They have free yeah. lunch pass. Yeah. Get, yeah. wail em, wail em get them, them, wail them twice. What <laughs> yeah uh so all this shit of being yeah. a man child pussy boy when you're supposed yeah. to be i'm, for being I'm a satan's number one soldier but i've got yeah. ad but i'm also and RSD. right yeah. yeah dude yeah you you got ADD, so what rsd and pab which you're is a pussy, shooting, pussy ass guy. bitch yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pab is what we call that around yeah. here dude so all that shit um, but I'm fucking, cool, and
2: I also worship yeah. the devil.
1: If you've been in therapy since you were eight years old, and you're talking about it in your wrestling program, but you're still trying to be an alpha male, you are fucked. <laughs> there is, nobody wants to go, it, it, I don't give a shit if it's Chris Fox here on Twitter, some fan. It's so nice to have somebody talking about RSD in my, and what what my doctors told me, too. This should show you that you're nothing more than a pimped out fucking kid by the psychology community who's fed you Pfizer drugs and reinforced that it's not your fault. It's your brain's fault that did this. And you're a good boy too, as opposed to going, whack wake the fuck up be a man put your boots on chop wood carry water and you won't have any time to think about your pussy ass feelings while you're playing Halo 5 online with your other fucked up friends who have social anxiety disorder because they never went out and fucking skinned their knees jumping bikes or fucking got titty in the 6th grade they're 30 year old virgins who fucking done nothing but jack off to
2: anime their whole fucking life like the guy with the biggest prescription wins yeah. <laughs> I have no more than you I'm, I'm yeah. well fucked, I win, I'm the victim yeah. it,
1: it, that shit has gotta go bro, and, and if it doesn't have to go, then somebody who is a man who claims to be, even though I don't like the fact that he keeps my daughter, my wife, my da 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 if you claim to be a man oh, and you're fucking yeah. an FTR, those are the guys who need to go you are a drug-addled pussy-ass bitch who doesn't know how to handle life at all, and/or know how to start but then you a family. To him talking,
2: it's like, oh boy.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But we need a man's man. I need a
2: weighted blanket. I need <laughs> a weighted
1: blanket. <laughs> we need a man's man to step up and slap these yeah, fucking that mustache kids down. Ain't
2: fucking helping. you are like, oh, that did not make you a man having that mustache and a bald head. You might look like a man.
1: Yeah, and then, but then, but then, yeah, but then the, it just comes off as punk stooge, right? And it's not like the punk camp is made of any men. That's a bunch of comic book Chicago fluff boys who fucking think they're over too, who've never done the real fucking work of that it takes for a blue collar dude to get over. So, where is our true Stone Cold Steve Austin in AEW? There's a big opportunity and a door for that to fucking happen right now based off of this. 2005 growing up in the pill community elementary school agenda that is so pervasive in everything that they do.
2: Yeah.
1: It's fucked. Um, I really, I think my old man should just got hired by AEW as a producer and smack people <laughs> upside the fucking head before they go out to cut yeah. their promo. That's yeah. what it comes down to. Uh, he could fix the whole fucking industry in one show uh you think <laughs> you, you think my five dollar face slap is hard oh fuck
2: <laughs>
1: <kidding> you, <laughs> yeah 40 40 years <laughs> in the woods of uh, fucking chopping wood carry water chopping. Those, he just the
2: trees out. pretty much He's bro his right hands are that just...
1: calloused yeah <laughs> fucking a chainsaw He's a that is like a <laughs> that's actually my favorite picture of him uh they got in the in the den in the kitchen is uh they went out there to all that redwood stuff and there's one with the trunk and the old man who's a big fucking dude is standing right in the middle of a hundred foot circumference tree trunk like i could tell for him that was after being in the yeah. woods his entire yeah. life that was like a true moment yeah. for him you know what i mean that was cool sure. that was his that was his wrestlemania platform to stand in yeah that pretty much dude pretty much i love that picture yeah, uh let's see Roll- yeah you do it's in the den for sure man it, it just shows like everything that is him you know what i mean mm-hmm. personified in one picture and he don't smile he's just in there you <laughs> <laughs> <He> don't <laughs> smile for nobody yeah uh that Roll- one of them,
2: the fruity yeah. new york city boys right, yeah right.
1: Hey, that's a big, that was a big son of a bitch, boys. Probably had a hell of a time bucking that one up, getting her out of here. That's all yeah, he fucking can yeah. think of. That's about it. Let's see she went up there, 400 cord. And, uh, he's doing he's doing the calculations yeah, for okay Firewoman on something. her. He probably got about uh, 260,000 on that son of a bitch. Right, right. <laughs> uh, Seth Rollins well, says the start of 2022 was the most angry he ever was from a WWE creative standpoint. Uh, on the Jimmy Trania podcast, uh, he said about the creative process. I would say the that 20
2: What's that? I'm sorry. I'm trying to think. Is that the savior gimmick with the black? It club was, it was the end. Of, it was
1: the, yeah, yeah, it was the dark hand and all that shit. And I wrote, I wrote tons and tons of pages for that, allegedly, that they did none of when he could have just sat there like Benny Hinn and fucking 700 Club with a pile of letters in front of him and fucking done all that. Could have made a fuck ton of money of just having people do donations. Yep, put your hand on the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all that shit. Uh, but, what the fuck do I know? I was allegedly only writing pages upon pages for him. Uh, there's uh, like uh, two to three different instances that I'm not going into specifically, but essentially from day one pay-per-view to getting the match with Cody at Mania, that process was very frustrating for me. Okay. So this isn't that this is post that, uh, and in a good way, and we got into a good place, but they getting there was not ideal. And I very much voiced my concerns at the time. What I was told leading into the day one pay-per-view ja- changed drastically after day one and every single, a week following that pay-per-view so what's he really saying here he's being lied due to his face yeah. being fed shit. yeah and uh, yeah no we're gonna put an it on top top oh. guy like that you know they'll
2: yep. do it to anyone they yep. want to
1: there was like a six-week window where everything i was told was changed from week to week to week when you're trying to do something creatively and you have a vision in your head and of how mm-hmm. you see it you're trying to piece it together the best you can When that consistently gets changed and the rug keeps getting pulled out from underneath you and goalposts keep moving and finally the goalposts get ripped out completely and now you're looking at the biggest show of the year with the possibility of nothing on the table or possibly some bastardizing version of what could be, it leaves you very frustrated with the process. I was very frustrated with the process, Cody Rhodes coming over, us having the story at WrestleMania, having the match to the last month like March, I was solid. Everything leading up to that was a difficult time for me, creatively speaking. Yeah. And that's going to happen when you're in, when you don't get over the gimmick of the preacher or the Messiah to what Mm -hmm. it was supposed to be. You're not doing anything Satan-like or truly Christ-like or truly televangelist-like. And then that ends because you didn't want to commit fully to the bit you're going to be in process paralysis. You have to have a metamorphosis time inside the cocoon till the new character comes out and arises and you're waiting for what that catalyst is, you know, and now he's found it, uh, by ripping Joaquin Phoenix's Joker off and part Elton John. Right. But right. we only see that part of the manic. We and don't that's see gone
2: way team. too long. Yeah, <laughs> by the way. yeah.
1: Yeah. It has. Uh, so it got him over. It actually taught the ROH class of 2012 that you can get over in your entrance and not have to go do a ton of stupid fucking moves. Right. Uh, So there is good in that. And then it also for the first time, had him unlock himself to be committed to the bit. We've never seen him committed to a bit before, uh, and this does it. And maybe his next metamorphosis. Well, the shield will... thing
2: was pretty committed, but it wasn't. A, it wasn't a gimmicky role where you had to play a character to that. It was a very right.
1: Simple, that's splitting. That's splitting up. Here's three rookies who all have potential. Yeah. Let's let minimize their we'll time of being able to for fuck a up. Of years, yeah.
2: yeah. Right,
1: and they get over in their entrance by walking through the crowd.
2: Yeah. Which, Easy to this enough. day, Moxley has to do because he can't get over any other
1: way. <laughs> you got it. And it still doesn't get over because he whips water bottles at people's faces like right. a moron. Uh, let's see what else we got here, Striz.
2: I come out through the crowd and I'm a heel.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um some AEW and then we'll end up with one WWE story. We already covered the biggest one, which is the Vince stuff. It'll be very interesting to see how this week shakes out. And especially SummerSlam. I love the Mm -hmm. punch ups with the LA Knight stuff. And now's never a better chance to do a little coup d'etat with him down. And if anything, it'll help
2: maybe distract people for a minute.
1: If you're going Sun Tzu Art of War, now is the time to strike game. Now is the time to strike. They don't Uh, you would think they would
2: know that kind of stuff.
1: Mm, What are you going to (laughs) do? They stopped paying the consultants. AEW issues a statement about the Fight Forever video game one month after its release. uh, The following from Twitter X account, Uh, Fight Forever celebrated its one-month launch anniversary last Saturday. On behalf of AEW and THQ Nordic, we want to say thank you for playing to our passionate community. Your fun is our top priority, and we're listening to all of the feedback you provided uh, the development team at Ukes uh, is working tirelessly on continuing to improve the Fight Forever experience with future updates and new content releases. Stay tuned to AEW Games for all the official announcements regarding updates and content in the coming weeks. Stay tuned. I'm not going to be like, it sucks even though we've seen the AEW botches where...
2: Yeah. Uh, the person's in the ring. Oh, that's that not one? a
1: person, my friend. That's Don Stevens. And you'll yeah. fucking pay Don Stevens the respect <laughs> he, she deserves. Right. Uh Yeah, so we have ridiculous fails but then i have seen other people even in the hmg group who uh say they enjoyed the game so i'm not gonna just shit on it True. what i will shit on is the release date and again more missed timing yeah. by ew and what are we not seeing because they're so big on keeping numbers and the numbers are everything and the demos the everything where's the sales numbers for month one where's the sales and i want to see how much
2: the the fall off is with much month two right yeah everybody who wants it will get it within the first whatever right it's just it just tails off into nothingness immediately and
1: then by christmas you may have a little reboot with some upstart like uh add the wimbley package you know what i mean what's that really gonna get you uh for new buyers or what have you and then, uh, based off these last two quarters, right. uh, let's see the numbers of sales and how much money they lost. Because for $16, we'll
2: send you the code where you can be Commander.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're not far off, though, right? Uh, but after. By the way, I, li-
2: I like Commander,
1: by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, but the, <laughs> the what else do they have aside from that? You're <laughs> right, not wrong. Nothing, like, that was just right. a funny was, reference. That wasn't. A dude, bullshit.
2: that, like, you know. Yeah. Coming up out of nowhere, literally. Yeah, yeah. I saw him at the A show in Phoenix like a couple months, like over in the winter. And he was, was just, he, he came out of nowhere and all of a sudden he's like working tag matches with the A champion, Vikingo. Huh? It's like, it's so it's He's like a rookie and a champ. It's just a weird thing. But it's good to see the kid get work. But I just thought it'd be funny.
1: Yeah, no, that was a great reference. Yeah. You couldn't have put anybody better in there. <laughs>
2: get the Vikingo pitch.
1: Um... <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, man, uh, I think we're talking about a major multi-million dollar, possibly over Oh, 10 yeah, there's no way made they made on. any money on that lost, video game. Just no lost, way. lost, lost. And all, not all, but all in, but mainly because of a terrible release date. Why you wouldn't release it September 1st, going yeah. into Christmas sales, having everything behind it? No, I have put it on June when
2: everybody's outside. Okay. Is this the game that you just download, or is it like a hard – thing like you put it into like some sort of playing game system
1: i mean here's where i'm gonna do we're gonna date ourselves as i have no idea i i've i've last i saw with my nephews maybe five years ago where it was a little thing that you put on there that then hooks into the internet and a tiny disc i gotta believe most of it is like open it put the code in uh, through the website and this just you shows you how ignorant I am thing. to PS5 level of how it right. is bro. working 110 hours I think I the last video games since Super
2: it. Mario Brothers in 1986 yeah. so I, really I gotta know.
1: say OVW bro probably 2009 was the last time we would I play any video, video games game. like I love that. the
2: arcade but anything past Super Mario that sorry
1: We've just been on business. There's the, yeah, When you're but, working yeah. 100 hours a week, Yeah, I was no a, fucking... a paperboy in
2: 86. I had shit that didn't have money to make. Yeah. But um, the reason I ask is because if they wanted to do something cool where they could really kind of fuck with the numbers mm-hmm. is that they say everybody who shows up at Wembley is going to get a free copy of this game. But the, it's not free. It's the, they build the price right into the ticket. So you, you're already paying X amount of dollars. To pay X amount of dollars more, you could probably kind of hide it in there. Where then they're like, oh, we sold 75,000 copies of the game at the you know, show, you know, and then 75,000 copies times, you know, 50 bucks a hit, you know, boom, you know, there's some some money coming in there. At least something. But people who
1: bought it are going to be pissed off when they paid 80 for it and it's fucking fucked up, right? Like, yeah, not only did you release it at the wrong time, you released it with holes in it just to get it out there because you're feeding for the internet trolls yeah, instead, went of, so instead of real. having it perfectly ready. Like what would have three more months been? One more quarter. Right. Like you're not going to take any more heat for it. You're not going to have to answer anybody
2: because it's not a public company.
1: No. It, it's like, that's the thing. Whether it's producing Tony so he doesn't look stiff or pull him to the side going, bro, right idea, terrible timing. Let me explain to you why. Here's the business reason why. You know, right. like he obviously doesn't have that as much as he may be an analytics guy. He does not understand the market. He's he like, I oh, don't understand is the, the big market deal. Else.
2: I never celebrated that growing up. Maybe for you. Yeah. And there are people out there who don't celebrate Christmas. I understand that, but a lot of people do. A lot of people do. And this, when, when parents are scrambling, trying to figure out what the hell they're going to get their kid, and they know you like this rascal and crap. Maybe they're going to buy the game. (laughs) He would have
1: sold more on blizz Friday than he would have fucking in the whole month of June. Oh, for sure. And now he won't, now he won't. Especially if you time it, like it won't be four or five other games are going to be way ahead of AEW on black Friday. You say it's going to be ready at
2: the 12 Oh one AM on black Friday. Or
1: release it on the date that uh, AEW started in October right like we're going to fucking this is a major date for us and we're going to go October 13th or whatever the fuck it was back right. then uh, kind of two stories left. Last week's hot story still continues because now we have to play the victim, don't you know? Uh, during an interview with TV insider, Britt Baker commented on working with Taya Valkyrie and brought up the subject of internet negativity. I told her when she first got here that AEW fans, whether it be diehard supporters or just AEW haters, are very passionate in a brutal way on social media. I get it every single week, I'm on TV or not. It's relentless to the point where I open Twitter 85 percent or more is negative. It's really sad and disheartening, but you have to put everything in perspective when i come out the fans are excited to see me they're chanting dmd the whole time uh i settle see down, it as, yeah yeah i see it as i can't hear these twitter trolls because they love dmd chants are so loud mm-hmm. when i come to comic conventions there
2: are
1: yeah, these fans that are so grateful to meet me and able to talk mm-hmm. about aew and what it meant mm-hmm. to them that's the stuff that means a lot to me. Those are the real fans. They're paying to come to the shows. They're there enjoying the shows, not people who get on social media to troll. There are literally people who invest hours and hours in their days to make these accounts. For what reason? I'm such a driven and motivated person. I can't imagine that my goal is to make everyone else's lives miserable or show flaws in people and what they can and can't do. It's such an insane concept. I wish I could understand it. At the same time, uh, what will be, will be. We have the best fans on the planet, as loud as the trolls are. There are passionate fans too who are thankful to have AEW. Um, I would submit that most of those people are just uh, drinking the Kool Aid and are going to put out the positive troll tweets yeah. in order to be like I'm a company person, right? Um, and, and
2: like hoping that she'll retweet them and make them. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. I do exist.
1: Yeah. Um. How about this? Why are they trolling you? Not because you look a certain way or what have you. It's because you act like you're over, but you put in a performance that is amateur hour at the Apollo. Right. Then when they comment on that, they're just trolls who are haters. It's never. They can never go. You know what? My skills are subpar, and I need to work harder yeah. and work out. Yeah, she's I so give, driven. I want to give for you guys been... better matches. That I'm going to train. Yeah with these top trainers. Cause I want to make sure that never happens again, Correct. that I put in a bad performance for you guys. Yeah. I mean,
2: you've been on TV for four, four years, full-time as a full-time performer. And you're still having first day botch type stuff like you've never worked TV a day in your life, but we got this, matching
1: this. jackets. Me right. and my, me and my guy got matching jackets. That right. means it's we're over. Best, you didn't know right? that? Yeah. That, exactly. That's what gets that us
2: over. In wrestling class, the matching jacket thing. But uh, how about you know? Not that she has to; she do whatever she wants. But how about you post a couple of uh, your workout sessions this week when you're in the ring grinding it with a couple of you know people who've been doing this yeah, for a long time. You don't
1: have to say I sucked. You, you we can know that. And be like I want to make sure my performance is the best it can for our awesome AEW fans. And then you show her training with at Tyler yeah. Breeze's. You show her training yeah, with uh, Goldust uh, and yeah, all know? that shit to make sure she's better. Instead, nope. It's the trolls, and we're the victims. They're passionate, yeah. but it—it it definitely mean. could be because our performance sucks shit through a straw. I would. No never one ever able- told me
2: that I would be criticized for my performance. Yes. This is very new to me. I did not sign up for that.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm. You know but what? You I'm know surprised. How vulnerable I am. You know what? I'm ma- major surprised at, and maybe this would be the catalyst, and I hope not. <laughs> but after the brawl out and all that shit, when they all went on Mindy's muffins and were leaving. All the fucking Yelp reviews that were hilarious but wrestling laden. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised nobody started that with her dental practice about botching mm-hmm. <laughs> root canals <laughs> and shit like that. Like, you, you know, know uh, I thought my root canal was uh, was going to be Subpar. easy in and out, but and then <laughs> just get over everything. She worked but me over not- for one minute and
2: I never saw it again after that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Five star root canal when I got color. However, this teeth cleaning. <laughs> Just,
0: <laughs> come
1: out, you know, but I thought I was waiting for the trolls to hit on that too, if they're really great at what they do, but this whole not accepting onus that we just put out a real stinker in the ring on TV multiple times, whether it was a squash or it was trying to pull 12 minutes and taking that onus and going, I'm going to be better for you guys. No, it's the trolling and they just can't wait. Was How was your match? Was it good? Do you think it was good? Did you think that it's was not good?
2: important? It's not
1: important. No, it's not. Uh, Our final story of the day, speaking of more social media kind of infractions and interesting, we've laid out plenty of times, I think Kaz put out a clip just last night on sex cells. you know, and that's the way they should be going with them. However, having holographic rhinos fly out of your crotch and riding a scooter to the ring is more important to them. Uh, Matt Riddle, what's being said about him following his loss to Ludwig Kaiser, uh Meltzer seltzer says uh i wonder what happened you know kaiser's not the guy you would expect to beat riddle clean so i don't know if you know i mean obviously you know they've already they've decided long long ago that riddle for whatever reason what the fuck does that even mean you fucking that was wow. not even a complete
2: sentence <sighs> He's uh, choking on his own. Dude,
1: he looks like a fucking, uh, in that Bash of the Beach thing, he looks like a catcher's mitt that's taken about 70,000 fastballs. His fucking face is so long. What is happening to that guy? He looks like a foot that speaks. And there, uh, you know, he uh, here are good reasons. Riddle seems to get in trouble too often, so he's not the guy they're going to build around or anything like that, but they've still kept him, you know, stronger than losing clean in the middle to Kaiser. But what he did here, so you know, as soon as I saw that, like, man, He's lower than I thought it was in their minds. Well, first of all, I think Kaiser is probably one of the top three workers in yeah. WWE right now, bro. Yeah. The guy is fucking awesome. with The story with had nothing to do
2: with Riddle. The story no. had to do with Ludwig Kaiser getting the approval of Gunther and keeping him in. You know, and you know, so he yeah, he beat somebody right. with a little bit of cachet, but not tons. But they so have beaten
1: Riddle the last couple of weeks, so what Meltzer is saying here isn't wrong in the fact right. of Riddle whipping his dick around like a helicopter or the latest thing that dropped where I don't know if it was a trans person. It sure kind of looked like it, or it was either that or a porn star with way too much makeup on. And he's in the background and they're chastising his ex wife of like, I had your man first. And there's just a lot of this uh, dangerous behavior coming out of rehab where now he's got baby mama in the adult film industry. And when you surround yourself with that, industry a lot of dark things can happen and it seems like if you've got addiction issues that that you you really don't care about getting well you're just like back to the party i i paid my fucking 30-day yeah. penance with wwe and wwe can't tell you how to live your life or who to hang out right. with but they'll sure send a message of nope kaiser over clean circled like and let you sweat it out you know what i mean uh loss after loss while they try and send a message to you and want to break you uh of of whatever might be giving them bad pr
2: mm-hmm. well you tend to be who you hang out with right so if you're hanging out with scumbags you're gonna probably end up being a scumbag and like they said if you want to be a millionaire hang out with millionaires find out what you know get into, into the brain well, figure out a lot of these only work.
1: fan broads are fucking making a million dollars showing That's some true. tits bro and but, and sex sells so if he's uh, we've said this if he's with these instagram models and if he's with uh the porn chicks just like rvd and katie forbes and what how they do their social media even though he's not really signed any place that's where we need to take this. I've, said, I've laid this out plenty of times, trying not to be repetitive. We need the Godfather's Hose, but their Instagram, Godfather's Hose didn't have 4 million followers. They were just strippers down from the Pink Panther right. that were they fucking brought. in right. every town. These girls could fucking, if you keep them sequestered, let them go live in the locker room in whatever and have walkthroughs and things along those lines that are set up, make it a fully interactive experience and let this guy become the pimp daddy of WWE because he's already there. Bring that shit in. Forget (laughs) the PG era, dude. Forget (laughs) all that PG shit.
2: You know, and we're going to cross-brand it, so we're going to do it during Connor's Cure.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. But how long till one of Stephanie's daughters got her own OnlyFans? Right, right. Oh, yeah. That's going
2: to happen in college for sure.
1: How long till Steph's got her own OnlyFans? I'm signing up for that son of a bitch. (laughs) 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 Right? Like, that shit is just the new... Fucked up norm out of our realm, yeah, right? Yeah, like, of uh, yeah. what it is, where everyone's like, respect women and da 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 da. And then these right. girls are driving fucking Bugatti's because they they don't even have a high school GED, but they're showing ass at 19, 20 years old. Yeah. And that's all they
2: fucking care. It's like about. that picture you showed me of Jordan Grace the other day climbing that chain link fence. Yeah, and you can see they your they balls just can't underneath.
1: stop. They can't stop themselves, bro. They can't <laughs> stop themselves. Yeah, yeah. So. She's,
2: she's big balls.
1: Yeah. She got a set on her (laughs) Uh, and, and no uh, apparent uh, view of how things actually look inside that wrestling. I'm on gas. Used to be a fat girl turned whatever bubble, you know, like uh, still uh, uh, needs
2: that dopamine hit. That's for sure.
1: That's it. Every fucking day. Gotta have it. Gots to have it. The most addictive drug really that they are. And if that's the truth, then why aren't we playing into that with these people? Because there's a whole fucking multi-million <laughs> followers of, of these girls yeah. that, that should be tuning in to see that kind of shit, bro. But, you know, let's have some raccoons fucking holographically appear out of his crotch. That's way yeah. more money. Like, nobody's buying that shit. So right. I, I think the punishment is definitely there. It's WWE going without saying yeah, like, well, doing this. you doing But, you know, we're yeah. not going to use
2: you that good. And Randy's, not coming,
1: is, Randy's he, not coming back, probably, right?
2: You don't think so? I thought it was inevitable or whatever. I, was I just thought that,
1: that his injury is fucking too bad. Like, he can't oh. take no bumps.
2: Oh, okay. Well, if that's the case, that's too bad. But he can lean on the fact that he had an amazing career. But yeah. it would have been nice to see the one last run knowing it's the last run kind of thing. But not everybody gets to go out on their own terms. In fact, very rarely ever get to choose, like, how they retire. So... Yeah. If he, if he, uh, maybe he should come back just for a hurrah and to do a promo or be a GM or do something or do color. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be
1: that. But, you know uh, they mean? have
2: to have like the closure of the, the Arcade bro thing, I think. But if they don't at this point, I guess, you know, whatever. If they want to
1: send the message in the fuck you and Randy is much of an office guy as he is, it'll be he comes back rko's fucking riddle and riddle gets no fucking retribution on him whatsoever you just don't see him again that's the fuck you right like and then spin out and now you're working with boogs or somebody interesting yeah Yeah.
2: weird saying that he's the office guy because he was so anti office (laughs) coming in you know like just always being the bad boy or whatever
1: yeah until the check clears yeah and you have kids
2: and you're like i need to keep this house (laughs) right right,
1: uh so we'll see which way it goes punishment wise uh going forward with riddle tons of money there but i wish they just dropped the pg bullshit embrace the only fans insta hose fucking model and and run with it because he's going to run with it in real life we might as well cross it over and blur those lines and if you really wanted to get his kids and wife a payday then you make another big heel who goes against him in that and calls him out for his leaving his family. And then you put the the family right at ringside while he walks out. Now, would that be traumatizing for the kids? Sure, but every kid's got a price. <laughs>
0: <laughs> get it get
1: it. Yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? Right. They I'm sure they've heard Plenty of screaming matches mm-hmm. on the phones and things along those lines. So, hey, bring your kids into the Carney world. What could possibly go wrong? 1st right. <laughs> generation workers. Yeah, right. They'll be just as fucked up as everybody else. Uh, but y'all, up, man, another banger Friday uh, locker room here. An hour and fifty-two minutes, and that's how you know it was great. Whoa! Hey. And he says, like "Fuck a- this, I'm out of here, pal."
2: Can you see
1: me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just in and out. I don't know what happened yeah. there uh, yeah. as we wrap it up, but uh, I got, I'm a day late and a dollar short on a lot of things because cannabis has been moving so strong. So right after this, I'm uploading the new episode of the Wednesday Lock room on pod being free for you guys from those 11, 11 boys, I'm sure breaking down all the summer slam preview. Uh, so you guys got extra content here from uh, HMG's favorite panel, the uh, Andrew Bellow, Strangler, Steve King, and, uh, Billy Ray Valentine doing their thing, man. Appreciate you guys. What else Dang, you got going? Man with on? the Wednesday locker
2: room now featured on Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's my fault. It's my we fault. We're gonna do. We're
2: gonna do. I wasn't gonna ask you about it because I knew it didn't go uh, on. Uh, yeah, yesterday that, was a motherfucker day. My head cut off for that. I know. I know. i know. dude. I know you. You gotta way too much on your plate so writing uh, like leases, I said, uh, 28, 28 page, page, page lease review bro 28 yeah. page oh, lease review yesterday worst, just turned
1: my fucking brain to mush
2: yeah, yeah. well i don't have too much coming up I'm getting ready for the weekend my um illustrious wife is starting her very first day of work because she just didn't like being retired so she's heading mm-hmm. out the door in about an hour and nice. uh she'll be doing a half day today and you know, it'll be kind of interesting to see how that goes. It's her first, first day at work in 19 years. Wow. Well, so, tell her I give her
1: congratulations. to yeah, her. I wish her the she, best, man.
2: She's, I think it'll be great. And uh, something new, something different. And uh, the first time she's working outside of the house in three and a half years, because that stopped during COVID. And mm. so she's been working at home for like a long time now. So it will be weird to not have her here. But, you know, also it'd be kind of cool to have her have a new challenge and everything like that. So we we'll just get used to that at the house. It'll just be me and the cats hanging out nice. watching Fox news and getting mad and throwing things to the television. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's going to be a pretty quiet weekend, but, uh, the, um, this Tuesday, uh, like I usually, the, the, uh, long time listeners of the Wednesday locker room know how it is. So I throw out the tweet on, uh, I throw an X on the X. Oh, i the X. X, X well. D <laughs> and I'll throw out a question on Tuesday sometime during the day. And, uh, If you'd like a shout out on the show, just answer the question, however it was phrased, and uh, we'll get you on the show. In fact, this coming week, we may have a longtime listener on our show, uh, Craig Horsley, better known to our listeners as Craig E.H., as he is embarking on a brand new journey to open up. Uh, he's uh, selling his own homemade beef jerky and smoked cheeses. Wow. It's amazing. I, I don't have the name of the company uh, written well, down. We got to get on it's that. Like it's PNH that. Barbecue or something like that. Okay. But uh, we'll have him explain it this coming Wednesday on the Wednesday Locker Room. So love it uh, being, you know kind of check in for that. And maybe if, you, if you're into that kind of stuff, maybe give the kid a sale or two and help him you know get his thing started up. And uh, I know he's really excited about it. We're really excited to have him on. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's been with us as a listener since day one. He's always getting shout outs every week. So it's kind of cool to help out a listener who's become like sure. one of the boys in a way. You know, so it'll be Cool to have him come on. We just have to figure out the time and make sure it's going to happen, and uh, we'll have him on this week to have him talk about it. And like I said, if he when he gives out the information, hey, if if you have a, a couple extra bucks, to help support somebody, just help support yeah, us. He so some long.
1: beef jerky and smoked cheese. Come on, how bro, do you go wrong aware. with that? I mean, no, every can't. dude on
2: the planet. that's no. like right <laughs> yeah, yeah. is our flywheel.
1: <laughs> That's awesome man love that crossover promotion want to send a shout out to couple HMG Russo brand uh Uh hardcores as well out to uh Troy and uh MV Hitman. Uh I know they're both uh dealing with some health issues now. So we're thinking about you guys and uh yeah, if you guys got a business like that, I think Wednesday locker room's a great place to help with that crossover there for the community, the community show. So keep your dream alive, and that's the great part of being a community. You're plugged in and set each other, man. You that first sale is the hardest thing to get, and then they multiply and multiply and multiply from there. So let's uh let's get the dominoes falling on that. Yeah, dude. I'm excited. That's great news, dude. Yeah. Um. And uh, so check that out next Wednesday. I want to say shout out to my UWE soldiers hooking me up. It's still in the plastic. I almost don't want to take it out. I would say, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, perfect, the, that yeah, dude, the, it's the big wrestle buddy too, not the small ones. Uh, even with conspiracy horsemen, the arm I hate hair it has got. Yeah, man. So they got their the shirt. Main... <laughs> it's yeah. So perfect. It's perfect, dude. Uh, and usually, I've seen a couple of these, and I'm not just trying to put myself. over, with the face, they got, they got the, they got the, the janky eye. They got, it, yeah. <laughs> they got it all. Now
2: you need to all. get a Sergeant Slaughter when you go next.
1: Wrestle buddies. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: so, uh, big shout out to those guys, man, with the early birthday present and great uh, ransom letter, letting them know how much they appreciate me. And uh, I was having a tough day that day too. Every, every day this week is just so filled with cannabis that i'm you know not at the end of my rope being angry or anything i'm just feel uh, exhausted you mm-hmm. know uh, mentally and, and emotionally it's always the roller coaster you're birthing
2: ride. a baby man no, it's yeah you don't easy. want to
1: put your emotions into it it's business so you have to keep that level head too and it's just a lot of fiery hoops to jump through but thankfully i've got some of the best business partners uh, anyone could ask for uh, from the two cw crew so Uh, All that, everybody's more than towing their weight, and that's why things are going forward at breakneck speed. It's just uh, tough to remember to take a breath or eat a meal, you know, Uh, in the saddle doing all that stuff. But I'll take out all my aggressions on August 12th at Immortal Championship Wrestling, going to be on Premier TV pay-per-view. The Sons of Allah defend their tag team championships. Uh, Enzo Amore in the house, Teddy Long player uh jora joel cheeseburger and fondango all on the card i know some hmg soldiers are coming to see live but it's going to be on pay-per-view as well so we'll have that out there all the shenanigans with the hmg discussion group group is uh hopefully going to be resolved here today i know big ray and uh, rbv have been working hard on getting that back up there not sure why zuckerberg struck us or if it was a outside attack uh from uh cock batting who knows at this point uh but it doesn't really matter because we're gonna get have things back up and running here soon so keep your eye out on that and thank you guys for subscribing to channelattitude.com the exclusive home for the friday locker room all the super stickers and bit cheers this week whether it was russo brand or uh, now on my remonetized youtube channel we appreciate that helping to keep the lights on here you guys But it'll be another big week. We'll see how things uh, spin out with old Spino My, Spinal Surgery, IRS, uh, FBI. (laughs) Everybody's coming for me, pal. But you can't stop me, pal. Stand back. Because this was one hell of a Friday locker room. Yeah, pal. Come on out, you rapist. (laughs) Wow. You guys know where it is. ChannelAttitude.com. The striz. Actually, Strangler X. How about that one? (laughs)